Howdy there, boys. How's uh, how, how's your evening going? Progressing well? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Glad to hear. Uh, hey, um, uh, hey, I got a new puppy. Kind of exciting news. Oh uh, yeah. But then you know some bad news came along with that. Unfortunately, uh, it, you know, bit one of the neighbor kids. So uh, so we had oh, no. so we had to, we had to kill it. Yeah, we had to put it down. Oh. Um, he was going to tell his parents. I mean, we had to do something. Mm, Welcome, mm, boys mm. and ghouls, to a very spooky video <laughs> of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I've been robbed. <laughs> and I'm Bob. <laughs> Guys, I was talking about the kid. That's the joke, right? You yeah. thought I was talking yeah. about the dog, yeah. but they killed no. the neighbor kid. The That's the joke. Switcheroo. The old switcherooski guys really got you there. Um, all right. Listen, uh, we are here. After uh, a, a damn old slobber knocker of a, of a showdown uh, for the month of November, this is our second episode, our first mini-sode of November, and guys, uh, your boy is back on top. The champ is back on the throne. The strap is on its rightful shoulder. Uh, if you if if you if you long time follower the podcast. The once and future champ is back. That's all I'm saying. It feels good. I've been strutting around. I'm going tomorrow morning. Listen, we're recording this on Saturday night. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to the Steeler game. First thing I'm doing, uh, I'm going down bright and early, showing them that belt, getting my discount on some Isley's Chip Chop for ham barbecues, throwing the crock pot in there, getting them good and soft because the champ is back boys um and, and you're going to brighton hot dog shop <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah oh, did you see dog. the new sign did you see the new seinfeld cups guys new brighton hot dog shop cups alert out there <laughs> y- yinzers new brighton hot dog shop cups they're seinfeld and of guess what the characters are hot dogs as they always are guys oh if you don't know about that get in the know guys I just thought it was funny because you said I'm going all bright and early, and then I was like, and then you go in bright and hot dog shop. <laughs> bright and early? That's what it, when I say bright and early, it's not bright and early. It's bright and early, yeah. which means I'm going to be first in line when the hot dog shop opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, to the victor go the spoils, guys. So I got to hand down a little bit of punishment to these rat fucks, these mm. insolent, insolent rat fucks. Um, so we watched a fantastic flick. Uh, that I can tell by the look on these boys' faces, they really enjoyed. It's from 20 and 12, the great Halloween puppy, <laughs> the great Halloween puppy adventure, aka a Halloween puppy, aka magic puppy. Guys, <laughs> really enjoyed this. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, but we got a couple of things we got to get to before that. Um, first of all, just high level because I can't wait. It's like Christmas morning here, guys. How'd you enjoy that magic puppy situation? What a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> this, is, this is incomprehensible oh, and I wow, unfor- <laughs> unforgivable. And I, I am still baffled. Like the, <laughs> the the thing is, I watched the movie and I say to myself, "But who is this against? Who is the yeah. real Mark? 
Yeah. Who was this to really go I after? Like genuinely, we'll wait. We'll get into it. We'll get into it, guys. Before we get, I just got to say yeah. this though, quickly. Yeah. I come from a podcast that covers generally bad movies uh-huh. for the most yeah, yeah. part. They're flops, right? right? You know? Yeah. And uh, we've watched a lot of schlock, some bad mm-hmm. stuff. Um, mm-hmm, Ed. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. the uh, Matthew LeBlanc? Uh, oh yeah, monkey baseball movie. Yeah, we watched sure. Home Sweet yeah. Home Alone, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think is the reigning shit movie champion uh, on yeah. our pod. And we also watched Stuart Saves His Family, which is the Stuart Smalley uh, Al Franken SNL skit movie, which right. is not good, but it's kind of charming in ways. So yeah, I've watched yeah. a lot of bad stuff, and like this sure. is you know. It's on a whole nother level. This is like mm-hmm. that direct to DVD, direct to some weird yeah. cable channel TV movie. This is bad. a VOD it's... deep cut wow. situation here. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk it's about something. Well, you know what? Before we get any further here, uh, for those of you who didn't listen to the showdown episode, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? Second of all, uh, we got Bob from Box Op or from Hops and Box Office Flops. Bob, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? He's a, he's a, he was kind enough to take his medicine this week. He came on back, mm-hmm, didn't win mm-hmm. in the showdown, and said, "You know what? We're going to participate in the punishment episode." Unlike Meg, who just bails, doesn't no, take her no, medicine. Meg participated. Oh, no, she Meg did. Ben didn't. Ben didn't. Ben, ben skipped town. That's yeah, right. He, ben he, did. He knew better. Yeah. 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 No, th- I'm sorry. I, I, I take that back. <laughs> Starting beefs with Meg. I always like to start a beef with Meg because that storyline <laughs> always gets fun. But yeah, no, it's a good ben, ben was the rat. Ben was the rat fuck who didn't show up to take his medicine. Bob, respect. He came back to sh- take take his medicine. Thank you, Bob, for joining us once again. How, yeah, how's hey. your, what anything good happened between now and then, in addition to the great Halloween puppy adventure. Uh, no, I mean, this has really been the highlight of my last week. Honestly, mm-hmm. this, this yeah. spending this time watching this movie. I mm-hmm. watched it with my daughter. She was confused. Um, and she's like, dad, why are we watching this? I'm like, it's not important. Just let's, uh, I'll get you more popcorn. Just, just push just said, through it. Daddy's daddy's got to take his medicine. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what you tell dad, dad deserves this. I'll be <laughs> work right I, now. Yeah, I, I do blame though uh, uh, my my good friend and fellow podcast uh, host, the head of Hops and Box, Box Office Flops. Excuse me, uh, the Thunderous Wizard, aka uh, the writer TLK, aka my buddy Tom. Yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for nothing, pal. You really yeah. just set me up the river on this one. He really hung you out to dry. Yeah, you deserve. Yeah. He deserves to get kicked right, right square in the nuts next time you see him. Um, but mm-hmm. before we got some other stuff we got to deal with before we get into the heart of the matter here and talk about the great puppy adventure, aka Magic Puppy, aka a Halloween puppy Ugh, from 2012. I'm gonna continue to say. All three Why, okay, stop, stop. I've got to ask the question now. Why does this movie have four different titles? <laughs> You look to it up trick, on IMDb to trick the marks, but I don't yeah. know who the marks are. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. Who the mark. So, so I'm a little confused about this specific movie, but we'll get into to the director because he has a series of marks that are pretty interesting. Um, but mm-hmm. we, but if you look it up on IMDb, it'll come up as the the Great Halloween Puppy Adventure from 2012. But then right underneath it, it says original title, A Halloween Puppy. But if you look it up on YouTube and you want to watch the full version of this, I think it runs about an hour and 20 something minutes. uh, You're going to want to look up a magic puppy or just magic puppy. 
Um, and the DVD cover, or perhaps it's the the thumbnail from the VOD um, app or wherever it ended up, I don't know, but it reads, Brady Bunch's Susan Olsen, a magic puppy. Guys, she ain't the puppy. Um, she doesn't show up till halfway through the movie. It's real fucking wild, guys. I got a lot to say about it. Let's get some of these uh, housekeeping things out of the way up top so we can spend as much time talking about this film as humanly possible. First of all, boys, do we got a beer here we want to talk about? I got drinks. Some beers? All right. What are you you drinking on there, Steve? I got double drinks. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, I'm going to need double drinks. Yeah, yeah. But quick story. I've been on the hunt for the new Dunkin' Donuts spiked coffee drinks. Yeah. I can't find them. Okay. That's a thing. Yeah, they're a thing. They're a thing now in 2023, but I can't find them. They're not out yet. I went to a distro and the distro had the spiked iced tea, but that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the coffees, but they had a sign. There's Dunkin' Donuts spiked iced tea. Yeah, those are out now. Interesting. All right. They had a sign next to the spiked iced teas that said coffee coming soon. So I said, oh, Mm. okay, that sucks. I didn't get it. But what I did find... Right. my good friend Rebels. The good friend yes. Rebel. Ooh, oh, the good- yeah. I forgot about yeah. those rat fucking... Yeah. yeah, we drank a couple of those back in the day. I forgot about those. Yeah. Which flavor did you grab? Or did you get a little well, mixy pack situation? I got the Holiday Limited Edition a pack. Oh, I'm yeah. eager to hear. So, in the Limited Edition a pack, they have the Marshmallow Mocha Latte. Oh, that have- sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's great. I love it. They have what I'm drinking now, which is the cinnamon sugar cookie hard latte. Cinnamon sugar cookie? I would maybe fuck with that. All right. It's honestly not bad. I think you would like this one the most out of the pack. I mean, I will hate all of them, but some of them I'll be able to stomach. Anything marshmallow flavored, I'm probably out on. It's just going to be cloyingly sweet. Yeah. You would hate the marshmallow one. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you would like this one. Mm -hmm. And then on deck, I have the uh, the peppermint mocha latte, which that one's that one's my favorite. I, I fuck with a peppermint mocha. I love peppermint anything. I'm a peppermint mm-hmm. guy, so I yeah. probably would like that. And Tis then the, the season. Yeah. Tis the season. Indeed the it is. The fourth one in the pack, which I believe I made you and Meg drink on the first, sometime in the first year of this show, was the mm. eggnog hard latte. Oh, oh yeah. No. That one was strange <laughs> because I'm a big nog guy. I'm a big, I'm yeah. pro nog. And I love nog with some bourbon, some rum, some brandy. I'll drink a nog flavored whatever, but I, I remember Hell it yeah. being dog shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. do you, do you uh, fuck with the uh, like uh, pre-mixed like whiskey nogs, like the Evan Williams stuff? I have tried them before, like at people's houses. I don't buy them regularly. I, okay. for a while, was a real nog snob uh, and I would make my own nog. Like okay. temper eggs, do the whole thing. But nice. then eventually I just said, you know what? Getting down with a, a, a little Marburger nog, nice mm. Marburger refrigerated non-alcohol, just regular old, you know, half gallon of nog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you laughing about, Steve? <laughs> I just I mean, realized I-, I just realized that we probably are going to have to have a shirt for the holiday season that says <laughs> snob on my nog. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I did say knob snog. Knob snog. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I used to be a. I used to be a nog snob, uh, but now I just usually, like I said, I get down on some Marburger and I just pour a little, a little wild turkey 101. Hit hit the it with the. Stuff. Yeah, hit it with the. Yeah. Hit it with the nutmeg, and and I'm good to go. 
I, I don't mean that stuff. I'm I'm down in the deep south, and that yeah. stuff sells out like crazy. And I just don't get it. I've tried it. Yeah. It's okay, but I I'm I'm with you, Brian. I think mixing up yourself is the right way to go. I like a creamy nog, mm-hmm. boys. You understand me? Yeah. And I also drink it out of. I have the uh, the the Clark Griswold yes. uh, Wally yes. World glasses as well. So same, same. Yeah. Clutch, so I right? go full. I go full bore. I put on my Griswold uh, Blackhawks jersey. Sometimes I Beautiful. even scare myself a little bit. I look in my closet. I see all my Pens jerseys, and I look. I go, Who the, what the? Where did I get up? Oh, and then I remember that's my Griswold mm. double zeros. <laughs> Pull that out for Christmas sometimes. Excellent. Um, and uh, anyway, all right, yeah. You know what? Uh, I would fuck with the peppermint one. I don't know about the nog one there, but Let's I do fuck with the nog. Some nogs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple different shirts in the works here, boys. Uh, speaking of slobbing over there, Bob, what are you? What's Bob slobbing on over there? I see a little. Is this Steel Reserve? No, uh, I felt it was appropriate for the occasion. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, Steve is a fellow Steel Reserve fan, and yeah, yeah, yeah. this this movie made me want to make my ramen uh, for lunch with Steel Reserve. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like, to, just to take the edge off. It would have yeah. made things more normal. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm just enjoying yep. some classic two eleven awful two eleven malted beverage is oh, yeah, delicious yeah, yeah. and Get helping erase it. the Halloween puppy a Halloween mm. puppy the, uh, this whatever this movie's called it's great helping Halloween, erase it from my brain the great Halloween puppy adventure aka magic puppy um, oh my god yeah, I'm going for effect here boys a little bit too although I am going um, I'm going with a, a perennial favorite which I didn't think I had last year um, is uh, Sierra Nevada Norwal Imperial Stout yeah oh, hell yeah love this one big big boy up over ten percent big no, that's rich. the good stuff. Yeah, nice, nice hop character to it when it's fresh. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've got bottles of this. They're four and five years old that drink fantastic still. Mm-hmm. I, I held on to them for some consecutive years and then I fucked up and didn't get any last year. So I, I messed up my vertical of it. But this is just one of the best Imperial Stouts on the market, especially if you like like one that's not too like so many of now are like under attenuated, syrupy, nasty. This has got some dryness to it. It's got some hoppiness when it's fresh. It's got that little like uh, uh, anise kind of tinge to it, which I really enjoy mm-hmm. and uh, grab me a six pack. of this. So I'm going to down a couple couple of these had a couple cocktails with dinner already guys uh i'm ready to talk puppies is what i'm trying to say oh boy that that just reminded me it's been like i've had i've had that beer more recently but i Mm -hmm. it made me uh think about how i haven't had a bell's expedition stout in a long time oh that's a great one too now that's a little bit on the that's not it's not cloying by any means but that's Mm -mm. a little richer not quite as much hop character, like I said, no. when, when fresh. The Norwal is a pretty aggressively hopped beer. Yeah, when it's fresh. So, it, it, what's the release schedule like on the Norwal? Because we've done that on the Hops and Box Office Flops mm-hmm. Pod a couple of times. I think that and, hits in in. It's either October or November. Okay, um, so it should be available now. Yeah, it's I've not. not I've not seen it in the stores by me, but I've definitely picked mm-hmm. it up in the past, and it is solid. Yeah, it's not a holiday themed beer or anything like that, but it yeah, hits like right before winter. the holiday. Yeah. yeah, it hits in like the late fall kind of thing. So yeah, I think it's just kind of a winter seasonal for I them. I've so. seen it. Yeah, look yeah. Where, did, where the hell did I get right it? On. Oh, I got it. I got it out. Jr's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you went Jr's. Hey, okay. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. up Jr's. Not the giant eagle. 
No, 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 this didn't come from China. This came up JR's. Mm. Came up JR's way. Uh, got myself some right uh, some honey. Got some more of them honey mustard pretzels. Steve, you remember from that? Oh, they yeah. weren't even honey Fuck mustard. Yeah. They were just mustard. Yellow mustard. Yeah, they're just pretzels. mustard. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, okay, so. Uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, here's how it goes. We do a tasty little episode every dang old Monday. Uh, first Monday of every month, however, is what we call a showdown episode, where we have a whole bunch of topics on a big old spinny wheel. Uh, those could be subgenres, they could be performers, they could be whatever. We spin it, we take three, we'll put them out on the social medias, mainly Instagram and, uh, and, and Twitter, and we let y'all pick on what you want though the 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 topic for that showdown to be you vote on it once we have it we each pick a movie associated with it me steve and our guest november showdown which was last month or i'm sorry not last month last week um was a revenge horror and your boy took home that son of a bitch and strap i took home the championship belt for the month of november that means i get the punishment episode on the very next week um December going to be a little bit different. Uh, for those who've been following us, this is our third Christmas season. We like to get down with some Christmas horror, some spooky shit around the holiday season. We do a little something called Secret Satan every year. Kind of like Secret Santa, except for, you know, we worship uh, uh, his infernal majesty whenever we can. Uh, and that's the case around the, the holidays as well. So Secret Satan, guys. But we're going to do it a little bit different this year. We're going to specifically make the talk topic for our December Secret Satan showdown is going to be just holiday horror, right? Specifically Christmas time. But you know what? It could be Hanukkah. It could be whatever type of winter holiday horror is out there. And this is how it's going to work. Instead of doing the, the spinny ass wheel, now that we have a Patreon right? And if you want to check that out, you go to patreon.com forward slash Halloween is forever. If you're a Patreon, if you're a patron of our Patreon, you can go on and suggest a movie. You can suggest even a specific movie for a specific person. You can even suggest a guest potentially for us. Now, we can't force somebody to come on here as a guest, but all of those suggestions will be taken into consideration. We'll try our very damn hardest to uh, accommodate as many of those as possible. If we happen to have uh, three patrons suggested, we have more than three patrons, obviously, them patrons, obviously, but then we'll, we'll go on and we'll pick three movies. But let's say we have uh, 20 or 30 of our, our patrons go on and suggest specific movies. Then we'll put those on uh, the spinny wheel and, and pull them that way. Um, either way, you're going to have a relatively high chance um, that the movie that you suggest is going to end up on the showdown episode for December. That's the first Monday in December. Um, also, we're going to take into account kind of a first come first serve type situation. So if we've got longtime patrons, can't be that long time. We've only been having a patron, <laughs> Patreon for what about four months now. Um, right. But if you're one of our OG patrons that go on there and suggest something, we'll definitely uh, take that into consideration and, 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 and probably pick your movie as long as it's something we haven't done in the past. So, yeah, so, so if you're Dan listening to this, Dan's one of yeah. our OG patrons. If Dan's listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to this and Dan says, I really, really, really want Steve to defend rare exports. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance that'll just happen. Right. Now, yeah. if you're if you're a new if you're a newbie and you sign up this month and you go on and you say, uh, hey, just fucking Krampus. And we'll go, OK. And, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that gets added to the wheel or if nobody else says Krampus, you know, we'll see what happens. But, right. you know, it, it's kind of we're, we're kind of working by the ear. We change this damn thing every year so far. 
Secret, mm-hmm. Secret Satan has never been the same every year no. at this point, so we're right. figuring this one out. <laughs> and also, uh, if you have any concerns, comments, uh, anything like that, I will refer you back to uh, a rule that we've had from the very beginning of the podcast, which is uh, for you to go fuck yourself. You, you can just straight <laughs> up fuck yourself. This is a free podcast. Um, unless you're a patron, which in that case, we will uh, we will absolutely take your, we'll your suggestion you. into yeah. consideration. <laughs> if you message us on Instagram... Well, mm-hmm. we might tell you go fuck yourself. If you message it just <laughs> on Patreon, well, then we won't. We'll take you into consideration because you're giving us money. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's how it works, guys. Yeah. So get on there. If you have been thinking about it, maybe you've been on the fence. Maybe you've been wanting to suggest go on there and uh, subscribe on the Patreon. What do you get over there, uh, Steve? Why don't you give them a little quick rundown of what we get on the Patreon? Try to urge these folks to get on there and, and take that leap and sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, like Brian said, we're doing the Secret Satan this year, and that's going to be open to both tiers. So you can sign up for the three dollar tier if you want, and three dollar mm-hmm. tier gets you a couple two treat things. You know, can get you episodes early. You can get like anything that gets written because we have a whole thirty one days of horror recommendations, but also I do monthly movie reviews. Not all of them are horror, but it's just kind of mm-hmm. you know you get a monthly movie review roundup there's, of like everything else juicy I watch. Recos. Yeah, Juicy Recos, everything I watch for the month. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, how much do I have to donate to get you to review It's a Wonderful Life? It's a Wonderful Life or It's a Wonderful Knife? Uh, life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy Stewart, See, the, one, yeah. the one that I like. Mm. I mean, three dollars. If you say three dollars, if you pay three dollars, okay. Yeah. If you if you pay three dollars and then you go on there and you say, "Hey, Steve, can you review this movie?" Then I probably will. If okay. you're paying, if you're a paying customer, it's, you're paying for writing. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a, that's yeah. the way things have been for ever since ever. Pay for but, play, uh, brother. Got it. Yeah. yeah, but you don't really want the three dollar tier. That's a teaser. Mm-hmm. That's a I trick. Don't. No. Tell me more. This. The thing about the $3 tier is you can also get a seven-day free trial with that just to check some things out. But what you really want is you want the $5 tier. $5 tier it gets you all the things we were just talking about, and it gets you on the Discord so you can jump on and watch episodes happen live. You get mm-hmm. here some backstage talk sometimes. You see behind the curtains. You get to see all the fun collectibles on Brian and Bob's shelves or whatever <laughs> the guest is. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see us drinking 211 or drinking fucking Rebel Heart coffees. You can see it all happen, happen live in front of your face. Yeah. And you could, you know what? You could be throwing your suggestions in the chat right now. You could be first in, yeah. first in the mark here. And I'm way uglier, you know, than I sound. So it's kind of an exciting experience <laughs> right. to see this. We're all uh, uglier. You guys are going to shit your pants when you see what we look like. Just terrifying. <laughs> yeah. We're all way ugly and old. It's gross. Oh, <laughs> Come for the show. <laughs> but you get all that and you get the exclusive monthly podcast. Family is forever. Oy, oy, oy vey, I'll go as yeah. far as saying. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the reason why I can't be too, too mad at Brian, because mm-hmm. I understand he's just lashing out with a magic puppy because mm-hmm. I make him do a Fast and the Furious podcast on the side. And he hates yeah. that. He's just I mean, lashing so out. bad. <laughs> feel like that is related. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of animosity. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, uh, buried emotions, you know, coming out from from what Steve, you know, forces me to do here. So if you like the Fast and the Furious franchise and you're a fucking stooge, then come on over and listen to the podcast. If you're like me and you can't 
can you barely stomach it without vomiting, um, then you're going to like this podcast as well, because that's essentially what it is. It's Steve making me watch all these movies. I've never seen them one by one. Then we talk about them. They're fucking trash. We talk about how much I hate them. And now, unfortunately, the entire thing has started to evolve into uh, something that's really harming my personal life as well um and i'm pretty sure i'm being gang stalked as a result of it so yes. it really sucks you guys so if you want to hear this shit it blows uh the <laughs> talking about it's fun sucks for me <laughs> come on over to patreon.com forward slash halloween's forever and listen to families forever it's a totally different podcast we have like little segments it's, it's the oil check steve checks into my mental health mm-hmm. see how i'm how we're progressing throughout the movie uh spoiler guys Ain't going great. Going bad. bad. Going bad. We're about to do fast five um, here. And the fact that there's like five to six more movies um, is troubling to me. So, you know, that's 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 where we're at. But for the audience, check out this value. Fast five. That's the fifth movie. We're in November and you're going to get fast five. You're going to get fast and the furious. You're going to get Tokyo Drift. You're going to get Too Fast and the original Fast and the Furious movie. All of those podcasts, that's like a dollar a piece now. If you're signing up, if you're signing up in November, that's a steal. Steal. There's something deranged about uh, about somebody paying one dollar for like a significant portion of my brain to die. (laughs) You know, isn't that Um, that cool? (laughs) Which one is the 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 one where Paul Walker says? Because that's too <laughs> fast. It's all of them, guys. It's all of them. All of them that's, I've seen so far. Uh, it's, but it's, I, that's like the low point. It's actually all uphill from there. Uh, well, mm, well, uh, no, because too fast. Forced. He says it the most. Is like too fast is the one where he's calling Tyrese cuh like cuh. all the time. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, cuh. cuh. And it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But Ooh, listen, yeah. even as bad as that movie is, Fast Ampersand is just the drizzling shits of like unwatchable. We just oh, no. finished Fast Ampersand Fury, which is the fourth Fast Ampersand Furious. And it <laughs> was so unbelievable and unwatchable that I would love to believe. And this is what I mean by gang stalking, you guys, because now Bob's in on it. And Bob is saying it only goes up from here. And guess what? People have been saying that since the first movie. And it doesn't. Rat fuck. (laughs) It hasn't happened yet. It doesn't. So, so hold on here. Um, Just complete uh, aside. Mm -hmm. Ampersand. Are you gentlemen familiar with the origin of that word? I'm not. I just assume it's from Amsterdam. Ah, fun fact. (laughs) This is true. In the original version of the alphabet song, it was X, Y, Z, and per se, and. Huh. Because, you know, that was that was a symbol. Yeah. It didn't have yeah. a name, but it was the, the and symbol. So it's X, Y, Z, and per se, and. Huh. It's weird that they would teach them that one punctuation, but not like. And right, pers- commas, and- yeah. semicolons. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but that was but that was because it was I think it was part of the typeset. You know, that right. was just like one of the common typesets, and it was like a I common, see. I guess maybe the first conjunction or whatever. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Ampersay and ampersand. Hmm. Boom, done. Guys. And uh I'm 
Yeah, I'm gonna drink some more Still Reserve after that. That's like I blacked don't, out. What happened there? I don't. What's don't going on? let anyone movies? tell you. Dog don't movies? let anyone tell you we never taught you nothing, guys. Yeah, um, dog movies. Dog movies. Speaking <laughs> Eric of Eric Roberts, hey, I, I also, uh, I was this year today old, whatever. When I learned that Eric Roberts is Julia Roberts's brother. Yeah, you mentioned that at last episode. The, the Steel Reserve. I'm yeah, no, I'm, but I'm still shocked. Like, how do they go my entire adult life not knowing that's Julia Roberts's brother? Wow, because okay. she doesn't want you to know that. I, apparently yeah. not. I, I guess I, I I get it now. I get it now. Okay, moving on. He was good in The Dark Knight. Well, especially when you see him young, like a young Eric Roberts, you can see the resemblance mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's got way too many teeth. Yeah, he's got like a thousand teeth. He's like a shark. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would know him from most people would probably know him from The Dark Knight, but yep. also going way back to 1985, Runaway Train, Inherent Vice from I don't know fucking how long, how many years ago that was. He's in The Expendables. He's in a bunch of stuff. Um, he's like he's got Dr. A- Drew's Rehab. I'm sure yeah, he was. He's a he's a real disaster. He has 761 acting credits on IMDb, which mm-hmm. is Dude maybe works. the most of anybody I've ever seen. Um, working is a strong word when it comes to to this movie. And this is not his only movie uh, where he uh, partnered up with this here director, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, we're talking about 2012's. The Great Halloween Puppy Adventure, a.k.a. a Halloween puppy, a.k.a. a magic puppy, guys, directed <laughs> by David Dakota or Dakota. I guess it's Dakota. David Dakota. 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 D-E-C-O-T-E-A-U. If you want to check him French? out. He is Canadian, so yes. Canadian. Yeah. He is yeah. a Canadian slash U.S. actually a dual citizen, you guys, um, in case you give a fuck about this guy. He is, has been in the he's been in the industry a long time. So there's a couple different things you'll see about him. Uh, one, he has 180 directing credits um, on IMDb, and he has directed just in the last. Some may call him the Eric Roberts of directors. <laughs> <laughs> since co- since COVID, he has directed 50 movies. He is definitely the Uva Bull of Canada. Uva Bull doesn't even work this much. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, not even close. This is the interesting thing about this is he he has different, you know, uh, area. Like when you go through this many directing credits on IMDb, you're going to find some trends here. There's a couple things you're going to see um, that, that get progressively more interesting as you go back through his catalog kind of chronologically from from the present backwards. So I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. First of all, he has about I'm just going to guess a hundred of those 180 movies that either start with the wrong Mm -hmm. as in the wrong. These are literally I'm just reading what's on the what's on. So this has just happened to be somewhere I scrolled down randomly from like late 2019 into early 2020. The wrong cheerleader, the wrong stepfather, the wrong wedding planner. These are consecutive guys. The <laughs> wrong house sitter. Then jump down two more movies. The wrong cheerleader, the wrong tutor, the wrong mommy. So he has a <laughs> bunch of movies that are just called the wrong something. Most yep. of them um, star or at least heavily feature Vivica A. Fox. Um, yep. Then 
there is a million movies intertwined with these movies called A Christmas Blank, right? So as you might imagine, imagine A Christmas Puppy is one of those. A Christmas Cruise. Uh, a, a Christmas oh, for Mary. To, yeah. Yeah. It's just A Christmas Everything. Now, a Husband for Christmas. There is a lot of movies <laughs> that also share those two so uh, i'll give you an example because i'm going to do a bad job describing it there is the wrong cruise but there's also a christmas cruise christmas cruise (laughs) there is the wrong husband but there's also a christmas husband a husband for christmas a a husband for christmas yeah so my point is i have a, a a a theory here what he does and i've not watched really any of these movies Um, But what he does is he gets a cast together, a a location, schedules a shooting, whatever. And then he decides that he is going to kind of double down and do a a direct to VOD. Um, They're not even like Hallmark quality by any stretch of the imagination. These are like worse than direct to Tubi. These are floating mm-hmm. around on some free dog shit website somewhere <laughs> so and he does like yeah go ahead so well, i I I'll, I'll pause you for a sec i see the road you're going down mm-hmm. and i don't think it's quite i think you're kind of on the right track but not quite so i don't think it's one for one yeah right? so i think but, what he i think what he does do is like he gathers the cast uh and then he does a bang bang and he shoots two movies basically at the same time but mm-hmm. the 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 wrong film series is what it's called is yeah. it's it, it's a series that was produced by Viz- vivica a fox yes right. they don't have the the a wrong boyfriend and a christmas boyfriend don't have the same cast necessarily but i think when he like writes these movies it's just switching around a few things, mm-hmm. making it about a boyfriend, making it about a tutor, making it about right. a stepsister, whatever. And he, and he probably recycles. I like I haven't seen all of them or anything, but he probably recycles a lot of the locations, too. Yeah. So like he, he does the wrong series and the wrong series is for lifetime. So he's actually working Are they lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's, he's working. Fox, that makes sense. Yeah, so he's working for Lifetime when he makes the wrong films. But at the same time, I bet he's also using any extra days he has left over on rentals or anything like that to shoot a husband for Christmas or a talking cat or something, you know, all (laughs) this other shit. There is one called a talking cat. I did see that. Yeah. And and who do you think taught him that technique? Uh, Yeah. Both Roger Corman and Charles Band, because that's yeah, there you go. that's yeah. who he. I mean, mm-hmm. David Dakota David Dakota is a fascinating director to look at as far as working directors. He and got, he also likes to work under pseudonyms, yeah, extensively. Yeah, so I, I was going to get to that. So just kind oh, of sorry. A, a little more into his history, he got his start in porn. For sure. Like well, he did. Well, that he, was the other thing, because in addition to to poor people who can't afford streaming services that cost money or uh, like sad 
um, alone people that sit and watch Lifetime channel all day long. Hey now, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Brian, I'm right here. Well, Lifetime, you can watch Hallmark Channel. Lifetime yeah. is like the dog shit version of Hallmark Channel. Yes. But he, mm. here's, and I think you might be able to get it with like a with like an antenna kind of situation or something. Here's the other thing that's that's weird getting into the porn thing is he's got another mark. And that mark is people who want to watch softcore gay porn, but don't want the title of a softcore gay porn to be either on the screen or downloaded on their VOD, because a right. lot of these were back in the early 2000s, late 90s. So he would make a film called Alien Encounter colon Aliens Getcha. <laughs> but it's softcore porn, yeah. gay porn. And, and, I mean, the one we talked about, uh, we talked about at the after we finished recording last week was Bigfoot versus DB Cooper, and yeah. that film is literally just hunks in a cabin. It's not yeah. either of those things. It's not Bigfoot or DB Cooper. It's hunks in a cabin. But I was talking. Yeah. He actually got started with real porn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. is if you go to his original, like his. First couple films were like Good Men Go Bad, uh, fucking Revenge of the Babes, you know, Bad Boys Dormitory. Those were his original films. Then he got mm -hmm. hooked up with Roger Corman and Charles Band, and he is, he directed Swirty Babes and the Slime Bowl, Bolarama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Classic. 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 Genuinely a very enjoyable and insane movie. Yeah. That movie rules. He directed one of my really early Pegger Tuckers. Uh, Pegger, mm -hmm. you know, just like Pegger pullers as I was a, as a, a young kid. Uh, it's called Petticoat Planet. That, okay. that movie. That kind of pegging. You were pegging your own peg. I, no, yeah. Yeah. Not pegging. In my butt. I was like, I was like, Steve, that's uh, revealing. But also, no, continue. Continue. Also, I'm also I've been having too many drinks and I've been I was trying to say Pecker puller is what I was trying to say. Yeah. It's a Freudian <clears throat> slip. We know we know what a Freudian we're, slip we're is. Not guys. Here to Moving judge. on. Ah, Sorry, it's, brother. It's fine. But no, when you're trying to say petticoat planet, the pecker puller, you know, that you just it all <laughs> just runs P's. together. A lot, of, a lot of P's. A lot of P's. Quite a mouthful. Got it. Yeah. yeah. It all just runs together. But yeah, that, mm -hmm. like that was always on Cinemax at night. Uh mm -hmm. was you know, so like and then he yeah. did a couple. He's done a couple of the Puppet Master movies. So like mm -hmm. he the has, one, which I have seen. I have seen Puppet Master three, and which also I was shocked. And also Retro Puppet Master, and I think he did a more recent one that's like yeah about the Nazis. Yeah. So I, I yeah, he did ask, one of the are those any good? Ones? I, I saw. I, I've seen the first three. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Eh. Eh. Yeah, I think the okay. whatever whichever one the curse curse of the Puppet Master. I think was, if I recall, kind of sucked. I'm not a huge fan of the Puppet Master franchise out, outside of the first three. And then the Littlest Reich was okay, I guess. I mean, but like, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, USA Up All Night, that was pretty much my introduction to that series. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, it'll, same. yeah, it'll, yeah okay. get you there. And then probably his, probably his other just really big name movie that everybody should watch and know about is The Killer Eye. It's just a really mm. gross fucking like horny unnecessarily horny but gross <laughs> uh you know, about a killer eye and then the eye does rapes with its eye stock so yeah. check that one out right. aren't, yeah. wait aren't you the eye stuff guy no i'm the gym stuff guy oh <laughs> he likes he's into gym stuff yeah 
Um, but yeah, there is, I mean, Prehysteria 3, Young Blood, Fresh Meat, uh, Beach Babes 2, colon, Cave Girl Island. You get the idea of what you're getting from this guy. Yeah, but that that is, I think that's more representative. All of that stuff is more representative of what David Dakotu likes to do. And then mm-hmm. there's the stuff he does under the pseudonyms. And right. that's all for marks and dopes for him to catch. Because yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this movie is under, or at least at one point, it was under the pseudonym Mary Crawford, as well as a bunch of like a talking cat is under a Mary Crawford. I think a talking <laughs> pony is under a Mary Crawford and Easter, a yeah. magic Easter bunny puppy or whatever it was. <laughs> Magic like, Easter puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these are the movies, although I love Sorry Babes and Sly Bolarama. I, you know, some of these movies I like. I, I'm a sucker for anything that is just uh, a shameless, um, ill advised cash grab attempt to get confused with another movie. Yeah. Something about that and its shamelessness <laughs> is so entertaining to me. And this movie, along with a bunch of the other ones we just named, are essentially um, there are a series of movies we've all seen them that is like Christmas puppies, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it'll be like Mm -hmm. it's it's like they're they're bad, but they have like CGI puppies talking on screen. You know, it probably started with, you know, the 80s, you know, uh, uh, Air Bud. Well, even before Air Bud, you know, is it like isn't it like the third look who's talking movie that they move away from the babies and get to the dogs? Yeah, you're right. It probably actually goes more back to that. They did the look who's talking. Then they did like the third one, which I think, like you said, was dogs. And then there was the whole like Santa Paws series. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was Santa Paws. There was a bunch of, you know, puppies that are saving Christmas or whatever. And then there's a whole bunch of ones after that. And they actually had like some following. Right. Especially among kids on VOD. And then this is essentially a shameless attempt to spend like a few thousand dollars on a movie and hope enough people miss accidentally mistake it for one of those movies. Um, you know, an unwitting babysitter or grandma might put this on thinking it's one of those other movies, but this is decidedly a, a family movie, right? This is not yeah. a horror movie by any no. stretch of the imagination. There's nothing. Absolutely. On the surface, that is inappropriate about this movie, but there is so much just below the surface that <laughs> feels so horrible. And we'll talk about it here in a yeah. second. Um, you can just feel in every single moment, really, of this movie that these performers would probably be more comfortable, or, or at least at the very least, the writing and directing is heavily influenced by porn (laughs) like every scene the dialogue the way the characters interact feel like they are right they are all just about to fuck each other all the time they're they're like very uncomfortable they're like two steps away because they haven't they haven't they haven't made it to the flirting section because there's like but they're right there they're right pre-flirt the the setups are there the setups are definitely there yeah it's porn scene setups of like, mm-hmm. hey, you're my mom and I'm getting bullied or, hey, I'm having breakfast or, hey, I don't yeah. like your new boyfriend, whatever it is. Mom you know, comes home tired and frustrated from work and wakes up her stepson yeah. in bed. You know, it's there. It's right there. It doesn't hunky, happen. Two hunky right boys there. are bullying me. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, but not in not in like a violent way in like right. a, I, I kind of like it way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're not hitting me. They're just kind of yeah. like being rough and aggressive and they're bigger <laughs> and they're hunkier than me. And I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, guys. You got to check it out. All right. So start out the intro is like this intro slash title card, which I was laughing right from the beginning. We should also oh. say because Bob Bob had a question for me earlier, which is where I found this movie. Is that what you wanted to circle back to? No, uh, no, I'm going to jump in here and say I've never seen a movie pad its runtime this heavily with the opening oh, yeah. credits. And, not, and the whole movie but is padded. Where the fuck did you find this, Brian? Where the fuck so, did you find this? I'll ask it now. I, here's what I do, guys. Right. I, I I smoke a little bit of that wacky tobacco. Right. And then I go down these rabbit holes of the stupidest movies you can find. And I, you know, if you go on and you find like, uh, oh, this is a dumb movie. This is a crazy movie. You'll find movies like Sorority Babes and the Sly Ball Ballarama, for example. Or you'll find, you know, The Room, stuff like that, where it's like everyone knows about these movies. Oh these God. are like these these are these are not too far. These are not too far down in terms of peeling back the layers of the onion. Mm-hmm. I want to go one past that. Right. I want to go five past that if I can. So this oh, is man. how I found movies like, you know, The Boxer's Omen, for example, which is one of my all time favorites. But mm-hmm. I would have never found The Boxer's Omen if I wouldn't have, you know, went deep diving down Reddit and YouTube for these fucking movies. I found some guy on a Reddit thread somewhere that people were talking about, you know, these like Shanghai movies and, you know, all this craziness. And then somebody just wrote a Halloween puppy and that was it. And there was no (laughs) other comment. There was no like, here's where to find it. So I searched for, on and off for like a week trying to find where I could find a Halloween puppy and I couldn't find it. Um, and IMDb was helping me. I couldn't find. And then finally I found it as a magic puppy. And I realized that was the same movie. It is the same <laughs> as a Halloween puppy. Um, same as, uh, the great Halloween puppy adventure. Um, so I found this on Reddit and I sat down and watched it. And again, I may or may not have, you know, been, been, you know, participating in some illicit drug use and i was floored by this movie i couldn't believe it was real i couldn't believe it still existed in the world and from the very beginning from these title card intros i was pissing my pants laughing because it's like it looks like somebody who had made like it was like a high school editing project it's, for like Halloween. Yeah, you know, it just is. like it's PowerPoint. Some, the movie opens with PowerPoint. Well, it's just like it's it's like slightly above that, but it's just like the worst part of it is like hey, here's a pumpkin, here's a Frankenstein, and then here's a black and white picture of a puppy. It's <laughs> it is three minutes of an After Effects template with uh, stock photo dogs. They're not even Dracula. the same dog. Not a not even the same dog. They're stock photo dogs. I could find Dracula. Dracula's. Then a beagle with a with like chewing on a little heart. Yeah. And then <laughs> the sounds of dogs over Halloween music. And I swear to fucking God, I could put together this exact same intro same day if I really tried. I could find every one of those elements on my stock photo on my stock, you know, footage library. Spooky spooky skeleton, picture of a puppy. Gravestone, yeah. picture of a puppy. And like and all the puppies, all the pictures of the puppies. Sign puppy. 
all the pictures of the puppies have like a blue filter <laughs> over them. So it looks yeah. like that they're dead dogs. Like here in memoriam of all these dead dogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's exactly what it feels like. It feels like, hey, this person died, turned into a turned into a zombie hey this dog died too here's a dead dog <laughs> spooky yeah. dead dog there's a dead it's dog so next bizarre. to a Frank- frankenstein and then also it's, here's sounds of dogs barking <laughs> it's so bizarre it's so bizarre the whole thing um well let, let's get into the movie here because we're, we're literally three minutes in so we can, <laughs> this could yeah. be a four-hour podcast on the great halloween puppy adventure <laughs> but the whole thing takes place in a house that a hundred percent is a porn set right like Yes. There's no way it's not a porn set. It's 100% a porn set. It's this big. I, I got a semi just seeing the opening shot. I'm like, oh, it's, <laughs> I've been here it's, before. It's this <laughs> giant, like, gaudy, tacky house for an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, if you live in this house, you're a moron. Like, you're a total piece of garbage. Uh, can, can we talk about the model of the speedboat? Yeah, there's a model of a speed. There's a model of like a Volkswagen Beetle at some point too. I saw. Yeah. I don't. It's just like uh, it, yeah. some porn, absolute porn dog. Yeah, dog porn shit human. Pornhouse. Got it. Yeah, and and they have to explain away right away why this like single mom struggling single mom working nights lives in this like tacky mcmansion in the hollywood you know i'll be a little bit beyond in what do they call it like in the valley right yeah, that's where all this yeah there's it. somewhere in the valley it's not van nuys <laughs> right exactly <laughs> it's not van nuys which is where they moved out of but apparently van nuys is really close the other thing yeah. is this house is also i swear to god it's the same exact house from a talking cat which because i've seen oh, the, sure it is i've seen the talking cat and i uh through riff tracks Rift Tracks does uh, a talking cat that you can watch. Oh, and it's okay. a, yeah, so I, I've seen it there. I would never try to watch that movie on its own. <laughs> like, just, yeah. yeah. But, like, I swear <laughs> to God, it's the same house. And I'm sure it gets recycled in a bunch of other, you know, Dakota movies. Because that's just what he does. Yeah. He's just like, because honestly, when you break down the amount of time actors are on camera in this house, it can't mm. be more than, like, two weeks of shooting. Two weeks. I I I'm being I'm being yeah. conservative when I say it can't oh, be yeah, more yeah, than yeah. two weeks. It, like it can't yeah. be four days. Yeah, four I was days. Gonna, I, if, if you told me this whole thing was shot in a day and a half, I wouldn't argue it. I, yeah. Again, I believe yeah. it. Yeah, I'm also giving it two weeks because, like, I mean the the one actor, the one actress, the mom that we already mentioned, Christine mm-hmm. DeBell, she's mm-hmm. in more of these movies. So I assume yeah. she's shooting all of her parts. She's also in a talking cat. So I'm assuming she's shooting the all same of time. Yeah, she's shooting all her parts for the Halloween puppy adventure an Easter bunny puppy and a talking cat all at the same time. And I'm then just, sure they're shooting like five movies simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently she was also in Playboy in her heyday. Yeah, in her heyday. This mm-hmm. this makes this this all makes a lot of sense. Um mm-hmm. so uh yeah, so so you, you get introduced to a few characters here. First of all, it's Adam, um, who is uh, I, I he apparently I don't know if he still works in in any capacity. Um, I I'm looking him up here for the first time. Uh, let's see if he's still out there. I mean, he's really known from movies in like the 2010s. He hasn't been in anything since 2018. He had great uh, Justin Bieber hair. 
He was going for the Justin Bieber hair at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just make sure he's not dead. He does not appear <laughs> to be dead, you guys. Um, I think he's just kind of out of the industry at this so point. You're which is there's still a chance. <laughs> so it's just I as I don't know his whereabouts what, what, at this what, point. Let's try to push him to the edge here. He is. We've got an opportunity here. Let's he's not waste genuinely. It. He should never have been allowed to act, right? And I'm no. not even just saying that to be. No, mean. he wasn't bad. He he's not what? the worst part of this movie. Yes, he is. He's he's he <laughs> he's tied for the worst with everyone else simultaneously. But he's <laughs> unbelievably bad. Um, I, I think he argue- was given a terrible script. I think that <laughs> kid was fine. Who's worse? Maybe Linda. Maybe Christine DeBell. No, um, no, the. the- his girlfriend's the worst. Molly, at least Molly is kind of is trying to do something. It's bad. It's Kristen I, Stewart. She's trying to be Kristen Stewart, but instead she well, seems like Tara Reed on Tara Reed on meth. But but, mm. but I, I I don't think she she's actually European though, right? Oh, I have no fucking idea. If she's Europe, if she's European, then she's Polish because her last name is Shemansky, and I'm not gonna put up with that. Well, I'm just saying that's why her accent was so bad because she was trying hard not to have an accent, but she clearly did have an accent. I, no, you know I, what? No, I don't even I don't know that I picked she... up on the accent. No, I don't. Was think I just, I didn't pick up on an accent. I just think she's she, she was, she was trying... fighting it. She was fighting an accent. No, I think she's oh, just could... fighting to act. <laughs> yeah, she's just I mean, fighting she's, to say her is lines. That, is, that, is that what it was? I thought yeah. it was her fighting the accent because like was, no, uh, I, the delivery was unnatural. I think she's so bad at acting that it felt like English wasn't her first language, which is a very oh that's an, really an accomplishment in so, of itself. Now I'm like a little heartbroken here because if that's the case, I, I totally misread this movie. Yeah, wow. I I, mean, right. I, mm-hmm. I don't know that 100. percent But okay, so you have those two. They're terrible. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not a good couple. No, then then Hmm. you have Linda, who's who's Adam's mom. She delivers lines like she's delivered lines before, but she's delivering them like she's in a different movie than everybody else. And she doesn't care. And that's probably because she's filming five movies simultaneously. Um, And she's also a very bad actor, but it's almost feels wrong to say that in comparison to like, for example, the Adam, who is top 10 worst actors I've ever seen in my life. Um, He's paul walker level bad um like and paul walker people have spent millions of dollars trying to get him to be a good actor and he's still (laughs) bad so shame on him this kid this kid just has absolutely no talent whatsoever um then you have eric roberts who is the only one who has acting experience but he's just showing up for like two hours and they gave him like a couple c notes and a case of beer and like that's what it feels like he's there and and some voice work yeah um, Yeah. i'm very uncomfortable with the way he licks the caramel off the inside guys we're gonna get (laughs) that's just problematic everything's very sexually charged and i hate it very weird maybe very uncomfortable yeah they didn't tell him what the rating of this film was gonna be No, he was confused. There's a lot of there's a lot of voiceover stuff that's very unnecessarily horny. Um, anyway, we're going to we, we we get um, a couple other tertiary characters we'll talk about as they come along. But the last one we should mention, because she's literally on the IMDb image for uh, a, a, a magic puppy. She oh, literally yeah. gets above the title credit. 
which is, of course, uh, 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 the Brady Bunch's own Cindy Brady. Uh, it's is Susan Olsen as Rachel. She was she was the youngest Brady girl in the Brady Bunch. So as Cindy. you might imagine, she's <laughs> she's a, a, a middle aged woman at this point. You would never recognize her in a million years. She no, looks nope. like the mom of every kid. I like white track. Like just imagine that kid who ate his boogers on the bus. It's his mom. That's what she looks like. Honestly, right? she looks like the bus driver <laughs> or or just a bus driver. Yeah, yeah she just looks like that. She's going to turn around and yell at you. She's lit. She lived a hard life. She smoked a lot of Pall Malls. I mean, she's wearing that's a jean, where she's, at. she's wearing a jean jacket, you know, like yeah. she's a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She could go bus driver. You're right. Yeah. Um, and that's all we're going to talk about because there are some other people, but we'll we'll get to them as we go. And frankly, they don't they don't deserve to be discussed. Frankly, the people we just talked about don't deserve to be discussed. But so at the, well, the hey openings, now. yeah, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> this movie <laughs> well, should not exist. Nice. It's, it's, this movie it's, is it's, a grift. It's a movie. It is it's a grift. A movie. Like, this movie is a movie in the same way that like a spam call is like somebody calling to try and steal your social security number is a is a birthday. Happy birthday. It's, you it's know a movie I mean? in like, the loosest sense. Got it. Got it. <laughs> but Adam's mom, uh, the opening scene is a POV shot. Everything is shot day for night in this as well, uh, which is horrible. And they just put this like oh my blue filter over everything and it looks so dog shit. Um, Adam is sleeping on like a mattress in his room. Right. And you get this POV shot of someone lurking into the house. And you're like, this is weird for a movie called The Great Halloween Puppy Adventure. You're doing like a serial killer POV. But mm-hmm. and then she grabs his foot. So someone's going to get stabbed or fucked like that's what you're expecting here. But in turn, but no, it's just Adam's mom lurking into his room to wake him up and say lines at him. That's all it is. Like, oh, man, how like, oh, hey, uh, I'm home from work. And he's like, oh, how was work? And then she just says a couple of like joke things about silly animals that she works at a at a at a animal hospital, a pet hospital or of some sort. She's a veterinary assistant. Works after hours. Yeah, late and, night. And, and all us pet owners know that there's so many late night veterinary hospitals. Yeah, like she's an old night vet. People are just dying to take care of pets after hours. It's yes. totally accessible. So it does not cost a million dollars. Are you implying that she actually works for the mob and does a lot of those patch jobs when people when things go wrong on a robbery oh she's the doctor who's pulling bullets out that's why she gets to live in a big house that's why it's a john wick it's like the doc from john wick yeah you gotta go in there john wick three or whatever that is you gotta go and get stitched up joe DeRosa in better call saul (laughs) right yes it might be that i'm just saying she might also you know have a more sexy career or she might be using her skills in a slightly different way that might also be enriching her no i mean that no Uh, it's mob doctor (laughs) mob doctor but she could still be a mob doctor just a head doctor yeah here's the thing that i hate about her character and her performance is she does not know how to act 
mom at all. No. She is constantly so flirtatious with Adam, who is supposed to be her son. It's incredibly awkward. And at first it's I was like, is this just me? Is this just me putting a, a put, looking through a lens at this? Right. And then we watched no. the last like half hour and Kate, my wife was watching it with me and she was like, why does she want to fuck him so bad? And I'm like, I don't know. I can, I'm telling you. Like, it was not just me. So I felt weird. very validated. It's so weird. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I, like, I like that your wife walked in at the end of the film and was like, ew, what's going on? What are you watching? I know. It was like, they were like, what is that? Even my kids like watched the last like 20 minutes and they were like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. They're seven and nine. And they were like, these people need to go to jail. Um, but <laughs> Every here's what you should say about this movie. Every single decision from a writer, director or performance perspective is dumb. Yes. This like date card comes up early on to say it's October 30th. And it's like this stock sunrise, like sun glaring through Mm. the clouds. But they try to correct it and make it look like the moon. And I'm like, guys, you don't have a moon stock image you could use or a bit of stock footage. And then like this weird harpsichord music is playing and you could tell they were like they typed in spooky music, but they didn't pay for like the premium package. So they had very limited things to like choose from. Yeah, I like pretty much. I hope you enjoy hearing the same four fucking background songs. Yeah. You know, for this movie, because that's all you're going to hear. It is weird, though, that. Harry Manfredini gets the music credit on this. Yeah. Why? So of of, of, uh, Friday the 13th fame. Yeah, right, right. Of the Friday the 13th movies, he gets the credit, but also it's music by Big Score Music, which is a music library. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's a couple of small original pieces they must have tried to get away with using something, got a letter and had to put that in there, you know, and had to credit because him. There maybe. Diff- yeah. Yeah. Because there are not, different not original, versions. but like, yeah, they borrowed some stuff, maybe. Perhaps because this all just felt this all to me, at least what I heard was just garbage stock, you mm-hmm. know, background or, stuff that sounds like it could be in any kid's movie or. It's a it's a it's a it's a different kind of scam because, okay so Harry Manfredini has tracks on this music library, right? Yeah. And then they go on the big score music library and they find him knowing that he has a name from the Friday the 13th films and they buy the tracks off this library and they go, oh, look, we have Harry Manfredini on our fucking dumb puppy movie now. You might be right. I don't don't know. Honestly, anybody buying or accidentally clicking on a dumb puppy movie are they gonna know or care who harry manfredini <sighs> is no but so i yeah. yeah i don't again this goes back to my point there's a no d- rhyme or reason to any decision four different titles yeah maybe this there's was no rhyme or consumers. maybe it was just the poison his imdb credits <laughs> i was gonna say it, it's more it's more likely that i feel like it is literally just they trying to put logic where no logic exists is like it's 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 tricky because you're trying to piece together something that that is chaos or or Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's a little more altruistic in that like obviously david dakotu 
has a strong background in horror and he knows a lot of mm-hmm. horror like he you know there's evil dead slash you know uh you know, there's an evil dead reference in this so yeah. maybe he's just buying these tracks to put a little money in harry's pocket just you know just to help him out a little bit maybe he's just helping out a friend <sighs> I can't imagine a scenario where David Dakotu needs to help out Harry Manfredini. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about <laughs> I don't that. Know. I don't but, know these yeah. guys personally. Well, again, it, again, he's already going to the stock music library. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so if you're going to the store, you're going to if you go to a distro, right, and you're buying beer. Yeah. You would buy beer yeah. from people you know and you like to help them out rather than somebody you don't like. Sure. So I think that's sure. what he's, I, I think that's that. what he just did. He just went to the music library store and he said, "Oh, Harry, let me give you a couple bucks and I'm going to put all I of know your tracks." That name, what a guy. Yeah. yeah. Harry's a great a guy. Friends a friend, right? right. A friends a friend. Yes. And I'm just going to put all your tracks in all these dog shit ass <laughs> movies. <laughs> the 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 general feel of this movie is it's like an alien came down knows nothing about life on earth then was given like a 45 second elevator speech on the concept of spooky <laughs> and then was asked to make a spooky movie <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it's just doesn't translate to humans no it just feels like somebody just had a extremely high level concept of what halloween or 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 you know it, it was weird because this couldn't be more different but that like weird like indian ripoff of nightmare on elm street yeah. it almost felt to me a little bit like that in the sense where it's just like they missed some stuff got lost in translation mm-hmm. but this is an american movie i just think it got filtered through somebody who's brain damaged or 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 just like it almost is like a uh you know obviously this is 2012 so this wasn't the case but it almost felt like the dialogue was like written by like chat gbt or something yeah. like that i like it I, just doesn't trans it's uncanny valley kind yeah of. i don't even i don't even think the dialogue was written most of the time time like no, a lot of it was definitely improvised yeah and i think like dakotu just hired actors because it said improv skills on their resume and he didn't check that yeah he just took them at right. their word and said all right yeah <laughs> yeah well and they kept like little things like they kept calling horror movies ghoul movies yeah like in certain scenes or like zombie movies calling them ghoul movies it's like no one calls anything a ghoul movie nobody's called it a ghoul since the 60s right, right? since like i am legend <laughs> right and i thought it was very interesting that of all the times i talked about the movies or the horror movies that somebody was watching or whatever they never there's never shots of the screen Mm-mm. So they clearly had nothing in the budget to license another film. It was no. always like just referred to off screen, like, oh, you're watching this, you're watching that, or what you never saw these quote unquote ghoul movies. Yeah, but you know what? Which, the the easiest f- Which is fine, but I but, thought it was funny because you clearly it's because they couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean right. fuck affording it. There's there the classic fix to that in all the filmmaking is show Night of the Living Dead. 
because yeah. you don't have to pay any kind of royalty to it. People do it all the time when they want or a exactly. Carnival of Souls. That's why they show Carnival of Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Nightmare of the Night. Yeah, Land. anytime you put want to put a little clout or production value into your film, you throw one of those movies on because and they didn't they didn't bother. Yeah, they just couldn't even be bothered with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were too busy writing the script on the spot. Right. And I genuinely <laughs> Which believe is fair. that. That takes time. That takes time yeah. and effort. They, there are my favorite part of this movie besides the just juxtaposition between the way lines are delivered and what the situation called for is the actual writing of the lines are some of them are so nonsensical. There's no way that somebody read it twice. Mm-mm. Like we get one early on when they're talking about Ted, which is Eric Roberts character, and he's going to show up because, you know, they just got done almost fucking the night before, you know, this, this mom and her son, they wake up <laughs> oh and they're God. having pillow talk in the morning and they're talking about her boyfriend showing up and her boyfriend's Eric Roberts. And they're talking about how he's just like kind of a, I guess the character that he was supposed to be playing was like this kind of lovable, He's too nice. He's just too too nice nice and too predictable. Too predictable, too nice, and doesn't really share his emotions. He's just kind of like an old-timey guy who just kind of like goes with the flow. But it's Eric Roberts, and he plays it like a like a sexual predator right which doesn't jive with how you're trying to like he is such a creep that it doesn't jive with what they're trying to portray here so one of the one of the lines is ted is like the (laughs) this is adam ted is like the moon or something you know always you know when he's always gonna come up (laughs) (laughs) what? what are you fucking talking about um so Ted does show up and um, and he uh, Brian, or, or I mean, uh, I think Bob mentioned this is he the, the idea was that he always brings donuts. That's like a reoccurring joke. He always shows up with donuts. Maple logs. He, he's doing too much with his lips <laughs> between the sucking the cream and icing off his fingers yeah. in a very there's a lot of slapping of the lips then he does like a kiss you goodbye with those two same fingers it's rough we've been forewarned in this scene that when eric roberts arrives he will he will be bringing donuts yeah so that's some sort of like friday tradition right and he shows up with said donuts okay but then when he opens the top and there's a cellophane window in this donut box, he proceeds through this entire bit of introductory conversation he has with the characters we've already met to finger and lick the icing off that cellophane window slash box top in a fashion that is extremely was, uncomfortable. I like, genuinely thought he was going to kneel down put the cellophane window up and we were going to watch from the other side, his tongue <laughs> lapping it off. I genuinely thought that was going to happen. Watch this fucking movie twice. <laughs> and it was only on the second viewing that I realized that he wasn't just finger fucking the donuts. He was actually just licking the icing off the top of the box because yeah. his motions were creepy and unsettling. And I had a hard time focusing on them, but I realized no, in hindsight, he's just, doing the icing off the top thing. Yeah. It's still super fucking weird. It's yeah. way too much for this movie. And I'm not happy with any of it. 
no, it's uncomfortable. And here's the thing. You just get done with this uncomfortable Eric Roberts, a lot of lip work, sucking, lapping fingers, things up. lots of and lip then and there's, fingers. Uh, wow. Then there's, then there's like a, these little Halloween transitions they use. This is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> oh, you mean the PowerPoint? Yeah, there's like a wipe. Just, there's like a wipe cut, just, yeah, it's, and they it, use it's a, a jack-o'-lantern or a wipe. pumpkin. They use a a witch one. There's all these different ones, but yeah. the best one is the ghost because it goes ooh. That's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> and the it's like rules. something really bizarre will happen. You'll be like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" And then it'll go ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it <makes> it <laughs> way the, more fun. It's the best punctuation to the nonsense yeah. of these scenes. Is <laughs> oh just it's yeah. just a little ghost to go ooh, and you go what what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie makes yeah. me so sad. <laughs> and so so we now get we get we get to press on because guys we're five minutes into this i know movie. we gotta we gotta go i mean admittedly yeah. admittedly half of this film yeah. is the lady playing with the dog with eric yeah. roberts voiceover so like right that's it's literally half of the film they they split scenes yeah. up with it they they do a scene between adam and the girl back to the lady with the dog they do a scene with the bullies back to the lady with the dog it doesn't like it, mm-hmm. it just boop, 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 fill it fill just, it fill it just just straight up yeah. like uh you know furry style yeah it's just padding yeah. it's just padding and filler like there's no like when these scenes are happening no, I, mean, I mean it's like the, the dog's getting it furry style it's like it's a yeah. it's a it's a fur film it's highly oh, oh. it's sexually charged i thought, I thought you said free, i thought you said freestyle not furry style oh, no. it's all, <laughs> yeah. no it's, a, it's you know yeah it's it's Robert's persona gets serviced in this film yeah. oh yeah yeah he yeah it his Hard. his voiceover gets really salacious for a family film <laughs> It really yeah. is. Yeah, there's like there's half the movie right there. We've just jumped it. Yeah, we're yeah. like midway through at this point. I, I, I do need to talk about Molly because she's maybe my favorite character. She is a treat. Oh like I God. said, she she's trying to do she's trying to do like a Kristen Stewart type situation. Mm-hmm. She's very like kind of like reserved and mysterious, and like the way she delivers her line, she's like very uncertain about the way she delivers. What's her, her accent, Brian? Do we have an answer for that? She, I didn't her, get an accent. She doesn't have an kinda, accent. She's an American who can't act, Bob. God damn it. <laughs> she's not. She I don't think she's an accent. I Peruvian? think she's just. No, no I think what, she's just Southern California. Is that what that uh, is? Just, I just don't. Yeah, I don't her get accent an accent. Is idiot. I, it's an inflection more than it is an accent. She sounds like Tara Reid after licking a fan that's, that's what like, that's what i got i got terror i got terror read vibes the entire time yeah. that's, okay. now i'm choking but that's okay fair enough that's what i mm. get yeah they they also do these things where like they call the necronomicon the neck Necronomicon, the the necronomicon, necronomicon. Yeah, there's just stuff where it's like, oh, it's unforgivable. And, and um, they do the whole Nick to Baratu, whatever thing too. Yeah, which is which is obviously from uh, well, from a lot of different movies, yeah. but I think you know most famously uh, uh, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead franchise. But uh, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, that's where that's where it originates from. And then, Come on, oh, really? Man. I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob, take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's myself. I'm dying. <laughs> well, then Adam, Adam just degrades Molly. Yeah, 
<laughs> we're watching Bob, Bob die. <laughs> you could be seeing this on Patreon. <laughs> you could be watching the last moments of Bob's life if you sign up for Patreon. He's turned um, beet red with fucking choking <laughs> on 211. It's crazy. I've never seen this happen. The, the, the Day the Earth Stood Still is a fantastic movie. It's, it is. It's, yeah, a, it's a tremendous movie. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's right. It's right up there with... It's a wonderful life. Yeah. And also, we're. <laughs> but I digress. Also, we're talking about the original Day the Earth Stood Still, not the Keanu Reeves remake. The, yes, the original. Yeah. The original. Yeah. The, the original. Yeah. Which is a yeah. fucking phenomenal film. Yeah. It, uh, it's right after Citizen Kang. That is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 so, really, it really is. More people should see that. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, Molly uh, is. Um, She's supposed to be like a nerd, like too smart for her own good, but she it doesn't translate. She's mm-hmm. incredibly stupid. And like Adam is supposed to be the the silly, like nerdy, like horror nerd, like almost you, you can imagine him being like one of the care like the um oh what the what's the name of the character from Scream that's kind of like the lore keeper type of kid. Oh, like what's so, the, uh, his name? Jamie. Jamie Kennedy's Jamie, character, uh, Randy. Jamie Kennedy-ish type. You you think he's going to be this eccentric type of horror nerd, but but again, he's just like this Justin Bieber wannabe moron who can't act, and it's like he's so not funny. It hurts. You're mm-hmm. like it hurts how unfunny he he's, is. He's um, very uncharismatic. Really yeah, is. he's got big. But, like, he's he, got little brother energy. Like he's he does. he's got twelve year old little brother energy. You're just like little bro oh, energy uh, trying to show that's, off that's for the babysitter. True. Yeah, he's trying to show off for the babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, but like he's he's brain damaged, and so is she. They're both between them are are both mind numbingly stupid. But then like because she is supposed to be the smart one, and he is supposed to be kind of teasing her for being like too smart or too nerdy, but she doesn't come across that way. It really feels like she's punching down. Yeah. And it really feels like, cruel. And it's very uncomfortable. It is. Um, Molly has a spell book, you guys, as in case you're wondering. Um, what? Yeah, she's got a spell book. And uh, also, I need to mention this is unrelated, but it makes sense, you know, with what we were just talking about. They never make eye contact. Nobody makes eye contact with anybody <laughs> in the whole movie. <laughs> Nobody feels like they're ever talking to anybody. Um, which so this just kind of setting 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 the tone here. But she has she has a spell book. Um, and they talk about it, and okay, you know, it's 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 fucking you know Chekhov spell book, right? So they do have uh, apparently. Here's what happens. This doesn't make any sense. So if you don't follow, don't feel bad. Here's what happens. Molly's parents have a cabin in the foothills, right? Mm-hmm. And Linda, Adam's mom, is having some thoughts about uh, Eric Roberts' character, right? Uh, about uh, what's Todd, right? Ted. Ted, Ted, Ted Todd, Ted. Ted. Having some thoughts about Ted. Up to this point, we just think Ted's a great guy. So they do a terrible job of communicating that there's any problems here. So she comes up. They're talking there about it's is, how, there is a little bit of conflict there. Hold on, there is a little bit yeah. of conflict because he's kind of boring. Yeah, that's the conflict. Well, yeah, but that's like the worst. Yeah, that's the. But generally he's speaking, too nice. Yeah, but he's a nice Mom, guy. He's so, not trying to. He's not trying to get frisky with you. He's he's probably you know he's probably too nice. Yeah, he's too, that's the that's the problem with Ted. But yeah. what what they this is the day before Halloween and they're talking Adam. It's his favorite holiday, blah, blah, blah. There's this whole dumb scene about him mm-hmm. wanting to decorate the yard and, and all this he stuff. He wants to have his movie night. Yeah, he wants they, to have a movie, movie night. night. Mm-hmm. Linda says, no, 
I need to take Molly's parents up on their offer tomorrow to go up to the woods. Um, and Adam has to come because I need to have a talk with Ted about how he's too nice at Molly's parents cabin. And it needs to happen on Halloween. Like, which is the next day. Yeah. It's, it couldn't make less sense. It's, mo- um, it's the most convoluted thing, but honestly, it's also not the most convoluted thing in this movie. The number of times I was upset at having to rewind the film mm-hmm. because I was just like, it just didn't go in. Like whatever, like the all the dialogue and everything, it just <laughs> bounced off the front of my head and didn't go yeah. into my brain. I was like, what the fuck just happened? It didn't. It doesn't compute. Yeah. It doesn't compute because yeah. it's not human dialogue. Right. right? Like I said, it's, it's alien not, dialogue. These are not real people. Right. And yeah. then a fucking witch would fly across the screen, and I'd go, "Oh, god damn it! The scene's <laughs> over. I got to go back now. <laughs> I got to go back because I don't know what just happened." So there's this. This see these two characters. They're my favorite characters. Um, I I just started referring to them as the Twinks. But yeah. They refer to them as the twins, but they're clear. They're clearly it's- they're clearly two um, young men who are undoubtedly in gay porn. There's no way they're not. This- right? I haven't looked this up. I, I did. Wow. No, I mean, I did a little look. Wow. I did a little look. Yeah. Uh, Brand. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nope. Got it. I'm dying here. Yeah. I did a little yeah. looky loo on the Twinks. Uh, yeah. The one, and I need the audience. I mean, you guys can do this too, but I need the audience to follow through with this. Is okay. You watch this movie and then go on the IMDb. You click on Ryan Greco, and under his yeah. other titles that he has is another David Dakota film called Badass Showdown. Sure. And I need you to Hell yeah. just visit the IMDb page of badass showdown to see what it's all about because literally the second picture in the photos section of badass showdown is just a bunch of shirtless dudes all sitting on a porn couch together (laughs) and that's how you know it's a david the go-to film that's what right he really wants out of life he doesn't want to make halloween cat time he wants to have a bunch of shirtless dudes sitting around doing nothing and trying to act with each other also, Cynthia yeah. Rothrock is somehow in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they're, they are too. It's it, it's like they knocked on the door to their neighbor's house. A gay uh, a gay porn was being shot, and two of them just came out mid shooting a gay porn movie, and we're yes. like, "You want to be bullied?" Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> so their names are Nick, I think Nikki and Chad. Uh, I don't know. I wrote that down. I might have made it up. One of them um, is Nikki. Sounds right. And the other one Sounds is right. Ch- and Ch- the other one is Chad. Okay, so good. you got it. Good. Man. I might have made Man. that up, but I'm, I, I got it right. Um, so their their whole participation in this movie makes no sense. What they're doing makes no sense, and ultimately becomes the culmination of the entire movie in the most insane way possible. They decide they're gonna they're the the neighbors who it's never established whether they're related you think they're brothers but then later on they say they might not be related and i think that was a suggestion that like no, they are, it, they're it, gay it, it's yeah they're, they're revealed like a, later they're not brothers they're just yes. evil 
they just 69 in a bathtub somewhere and then <laughs> just yeah. come out. Yeah. So they they are going to make a haunted house, but they just all they've ever done is just they steal things. Yeah. They just come to, up to people and say, I take your things. Right. This is my thing now. <laughs> and no one they don't they're not violent. They they're not even really threatening. They just are social terrorists. Yeah. Who walk into people's life, say, my thing is your, your thing is my thing now. And I think that they're, again, I, I get the feeling they both have suffered some sort of massive CTE, has some sort of <laughs> brain trauma and they, and no one wants to like correct them. So they yeah. just give them their things. Well, they're also, <laughs> cause they're also like, they're saying they're making a haunted house, but they are just like in a garage. <laughs> Like, they're not making on it house, guys. They're so, laying things in spots it, in a garage. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a very low rent fuck dungeon. Yeah, yeah. At like, best. Like, at best. It, it is a dirty yeah. garage where these two butt fuck. But also, they are going around the neighborhood harassing people for <laughs> decorations. And they're just like yeah. shaking them down yeah. in a way where it's again they're not threatening them. It's social terrorism. Yeah. They're going. I have thing and the people go and the people go um it's our thing Nikki <laughs> and then he goes buy me thing and they go oh, right it's, it's literally being harassed by the biggest six-year-olds in the world because they, yeah. they're just doing six-year-old things six-year-olds are like a cheese I cheese you're like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I was eating it, but it's like you're sitting there. You crack a, you crack a, a delicious RC cola. Yeah, right? imagine that. I sip- nice one day, and they come up and go, "Can I sip it out?" <laughs> yeah. Go, um, I guess. I guess. I mean, I was drinking it, but you, you just don't have the capacity to understand. You know, like I, uh, yeah. I'm enjoying and it. And then you hand it to them to have a sip, and they walk away right. with it. Yeah. You go, ah, shit. I just, I guess I'll go get another <laughs> right, one exactly. out of the fridge. Yeah. But like, so that's what Nikki and Chad do. But they're like 24 year old twins. Yeah, they're 24 year old buff dudes, so they should know better, <laughs> but they don't. It's it's very oh, strange. Um, it's it's so, so funny. The decorations. <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing: they don't even get decorations the first time because yeah, Adam no, no, is no. so aware that of like how developmentally delayed they are he just gives them a box of newspaper and then they go put the newspaper up (laughs) well this is the thing too this whole oh my god it's so we're unraveling things that don't deserve to be unraveled (laughs) but it begs like it begs for it so they go to them uh we we have decorations and they go (laughs) all right guys (laughs) and then they go ha 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 and they carried away two of them one on each side of this small box And then they carry it away. And then the mom goes like, well, she comes up and she goes, I'll st- I'll be the one to lay down the law and, and tell Nikki and Chad what's what. And then she goes out and they're like, but we want it. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. then she gets lost and goes, ah, shit. OK, fine. And then they take it. And then as he walks away, Adam goes, well, I got the last laugh because I just gave him a box of dirty old newspapers. And then. The mom's reaction is like, haha, you're really clever. And then says something about she tries to do the turn lemons into lemonade thing, but she botches the metaphor. And then she 
is like, but now they're going to be madder than ever. And but she's laughing. Yeah. I don't know. The the whole the whole conversation gets lost. This won't be the last we see a Nikki and Chad. They're great. Um, but uh, here's the other one. I'll, one more thing. I got to say one more thing about Nikki and Chad. I know we're getting stuck on it, but it's so funny. They're um, the best characters. It's okay to get stuck on them. Yeah, they're by far the best characters in the movie. She goes at one point. I don't know which one is Nikki, which one's Chad. It doesn't matter. I, I feel that they're both Nikki and Chad. Mm-hmm. And he says he says to him, though, basically like, oh, this is my decorations. You know, you can't like puts up a very slight little bit of, of, of pushback to them. And one of them says, be a good little neighbor, sheesh. And the line was supposed to be like, be a good little neighbor, sheesh. Yeah. Like basically saying like, what, you won't even let us? It's almost like it's supposed to be the scene from Hocus Pocus where Ice and whatever that guy comes up and goes like, oh, nice shoes. Can I try them on? And they try to like be mean, but ultimately steal his stuff. So they're trying to do that. But the kid didn't understand what sheesh meant yeah. when he read the script. Right. And sheesh is supposed to mean like, oy vey, like, you know, exacer is some sort of a, like a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, just exacerbated. You know, some sort of exas- like expre- exacerbated phrase, yeah. right? But instead, he thinks sheesh is what he's calling him. Right. As in, be a good little neighbor, comma, sheesh. Yeah, like that's his nickname. And says it just like that. Yeah, he yeah. says it like a nick- it, he it's, doesn't- it's the It's the black dynamite joke of, you know, excitedly, yeah. I turn around. Like the the guy yeah, yeah. the guy who reads the stage directions in his or the parentheticals in his script. It's a gr- it's a great bit yes. in Black Dynamite. I love that movie. Go watch it. But yeah, this is not intentional. No. This is again two coked out twinks just came off the porn set. They're they're greased up. They're exhausted. They haven't even taken a shower yet, and they're just like reading the cue cards, and they're really not delivering them well. I think it happens another time in this film, and it's not the twinks who do it either. It's Eric Roberts, and it's mm-hmm. it's buried in all the voiceover he's doing for the dog when he's doing salacious dog oh. voice VO. Because <laughs> th- yeah, he clearly doesn't know what he's saying. No, in no, some no. Of the voiceover work. No, he's, he's, he's just drunk he's just as reading fuck. lines. Yeah, he's just reading lines, yeah. and then the editor mm-hmm. wasn't paying attention to what they were putting in because at mm-hmm. one point Eric Roberts says, "Sad dog wolf." So yeah, like he does, he does. I, I think he was yeah. supposed to make like an actual sad, like he was supposed to like, do. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to do one of those, but instead he just read it and said, "Sad dog wolf." <laughs> yeah, and then they. Yeah, I wrote that down later. <laughs> and then they just put that in the film. <laughs> they left it in. Oh man! Oh, it's so good. Um, so so mom takes her son to a fuck cabin, right? Because that's the only thing that makes sense. Um. And then uh, I wrote down uh, Meg would love this movie, you know, because all the incest. <laughs> but so she, so that's what, that's what's happening at this point. Multiple minutes of uh, of twinks laying decorations around an abandoned uh, garage. Never mind. I, they come around to it, but at this point, I was like, "Do Molly and Adam just live in separate parts of the same house?" <laughs> like, I was like, Perhaps. "They seem to live together." It's very strange. But then later, Molly does say, "You got to drop me off at my house or whatever." Yeah, we'll jump ahead a little bit. There is a line that Adam says something about this weekend is going to be a giant suck fest in the woods, <laughs> which I was just like, <laughs> "Guy, that's exactly what it feels like." Yeah. 
That's um, the point Mickey and Chad other... just high-fived. Like, you don't see it. It's <laughs> off screen, but they just hear it in their heads. They're like, suck fest. <laughs> yes. And fucking high-five each <laughs> like, other. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> wait. They're like, wait, I was in suck fest seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's a couple of dialogue things I have to call, call out at this point. Um, and, and again, it's Eric Roberts. He his He's just phoning it in and he's hammered, I think, because at one point he says they're talking about going up to the to the to the cabin because she wants to have a conversation. And he's like, OK, I guess so. And like she's being a real blowhard about this. No one wants to go. And Linda's just being awful about it. And and Ted's like, yeah, sure, fine. And he delivers the line. I'm not outside my comfort or no, I'm not outside my comfort zone, sweetie. I'm outside my comfort zone. Which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. And then he says, I appreciate you taking the bull by the horns, talking to Linda, but I just hope my horns do more than honk. <laughs> and I, again, I have no fucking it's, idea what these lines mean. I don't know how they made it. He's trying to be cute and funny, man. But he's also yeah, a bit like drunk. <laughs> So like he's just saying yeah. shit that doesn't make sense. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I feel like some of these lines were written on the spot by him. Like they don't feel like stuff that were written down in a script. But written anyway, Mo- quotes. right. <laughs> yeah. Mo- Molly does a whole demon seance ritual for Adam, you know, to cheer him up. Apparently, again, no, it doesn't make any sense. But Ted is, you know, part of this scene, but he's clearly sh- it's being shot in a totally different location. Right. So. She accidentally shoots him in the face with a fucking Kamehameha energy ball. And he says, uh, like, the word Nido. Yeah. And it apparently is a magic word that turns him into a dog at that point in the seance. And then after he gets turned into a dog, again, well, I'll explain that in a second. He gets turned into a dog. And then Molly says, we're so weird. And then looks down and goes, they're alarmed that a candle went out outside. I don't know. It's just it's it, the whole scene is just like so. I don't know how, what else to say besides clumsy. It's so it's all bizarre. Yeah. bizarre. It's bizarre. It's so clumsy you because just know that he gets turned into a dog. That's right. all. That's all you yeah. need to know from like this 20 minute section of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's so clumsy, though, because they put in more stock after effects effects of like the lightning mm-hmm. like they they hit the drag down they hit generate and then they hit lightning and then they put the lightning over top of the book and the actress doesn't know that she should have seen the lightning and then the kamehameha and then the fucking yeah she doesn't see any of that she doesn't know any of that happens you know she just sees that there was a candle and then there wasn't a candle so she says i'll comment on that i guess that's what happened. Yeah. She doesn't see all the yeah, post production. <laughs> Some guy just got a energy Ouch. ball shot at him and she's like, when did the candle go out? Right. It's like, what, why are you worried about the candle? Yeah. Like it doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's, it's so uh, jarring. Nobody saw this energy um, ball leave and go to Eric Robert's house where he's just standing in well, the window. <laughs> and it's not like he just like immediately turns into a puppy. He just gets sleepy and lays down on the couch and his pleated slacks and falls asleep and then wakes up on Halloween morning and he's a puppy. But when I say puppy, I mean full grown English bulldog, like not a puppy at all, but they keep calling it. They very explicitly refer to it as a puppy. It is not a puppy. It's a full grown dog. So Adam and his mom find the dog in the morning and 
this scene is from no one's perspective. Mm-mm. It the voiceover of Ted is happening, but the line delivery is so half-assed from from Eric Roberts that it's hilarious. So he's just woken up. So imagine this, guys. Hate to slow it down, but imagine this. You wake up as a puppy, okay? (laughs) We've all thought this through. You wake up as a puppy, and his response is, I'm a puppy. Please. What? (laughs) (laughs) That is literally. And then they're like, a puppy must have came past, you know, last night. Um, and then they're like, yeah, it must know you're a vet. Uh, that's weird. We have a puppy now, right? Um, which is which is so, shocking to Linda because she isn't actually a vet. She works on, you know, injured gangsters. So it is weird that right. a dog would think that she's a vet when she clearly isn't. <laughs> yeah, she's the right. mom doctor. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. So. There's another line right after this that I thought was, again, I, th- I feel like I'm, I'm getting a lot of jo- inside jokes from the dialogue that like a, a porn was clearly being shot simultaneously. And so they keep <laughs> saying things like that are inside jokes for the cast. Because she goes a at one weird point, incest porn was being shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, well, very, that very was happening on here. screen. Oh, there are also people. You guys, yeah. I know exactly what, what? happened. I can't believe I can't think of this before. There is a porn. It's being shot in the other wing of the house. But you know what happened? Yeah. You had yeah. You had the script you know, supervisor on this film and the script supervisor on that film. And they were running in opposite directions. They oh, ran into each other. Oh, and all the no. pages went up in the sky. The pages. Your chocolate got in my peanut Exactly. Butter. That's what happened. And then all the, they just mixed the pages. <laughs> it just got in my family film. Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> Your your double penetration got in my puppy film. Your your but literally your stuck stepmom got into my fucking Halloween puppy film. No, that's why. Well, literally at one point, she says to him. Adam says, "When my mom sets her mind to something, she does it hardcore." And like practically winks at the camera, and I was just like, "Jesus God!" It's like that's Um, a bit much. so, So. so now there's an extended scene of of a dog walking and and doing nothing. And like you guys said, now there's several throughout the second half of this movie extended scenes of Linda, what I can only describe as uh, aggressively fondling a dog. Um, there's also a scene, and and they just act like and and the whole thing is overlaid with with a voiceover of Eric Roberts just going like, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! It's just like it's so uncomfortable. It's mostly a dirty call. Says it's like a dirty. It's a dirty call from the nineties. It's an obscene phone call. Yeah, and then at at one point, um, yeah, he uh, they don't even call this out, and I don't even know. Tell me if you guys saw this. At one point during this montage of of puppy play, the dog is eating grass. Mm-hmm. Linda bends over and starts eating grass. They never comment on it. Yeah. Did you happen to see it's that? Just, it's just there's so much stuff that just happens. And then there's no. Yeah. She bends over and starts eating a mouthful of grass it, alongside she, the dog. She just matches the behavior and they don't address it at all. Yeah. Nope. Be- they don't even mention Because it. again, nope. it's just like the lightning in the book. Eric Roberts didn't actually watch any of the footage 
of mm-hmm. Linda and the dog playing together to 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 you know accompany the voiceover appropriately yeah he was just given a bunch of lines to say and then he read them in his house and then went to sleep on his couch yeah yep a hundred percent and and he was clearly like a few drinks in when he did it um there's another scene where the twinks do the same thing they just come back they steal everything and it's like awkward scenario and like linda tells them to leave but it's in that like we're going inside we're it's supper time we gotta go eat supper guys you should go home and they're and they're not getting the cue like it's like again it's that kid in the neighborhood that like doesn't know when to not do like he doesn't understand the social cues yeah adam come out and play uh, no no adam's got to go in for dinner we stay play though <laughs> no no nikki go home tell your you know you got to go home I, your mom's calling i think i hear him but play, we play, we, we stay here. We take this. Yeah. Uh, all right, okay, but all right, we, bye. Okay, <laughs> but we slide, slide. Adam, Adam, go eat. But we slide, slide. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so traumatic. And the, by the by the way, it's like this dramatic music happening over top. So they're like really suggesting that what they're doing is like sinister, but they never do anything even remotely dangerous or even threatening Mm-mm. until a little bit later. But so the other thing is you're getting obviously these like hypersexual Eric Roberts, like grunting while he's being pet as a dog. But then also it's not just that he is a, a puppy with the mind of a dog. You start to get suggestions in what he's saying that he is, he likes puppy things now. Yeah. Like he's, he is within one day adopted the life of a, of a dog. He's like 10% Um, dog brained at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so uh, they also do all these little voiceovers during their car rides um, that are, again, just the actors improvising. And it's like three people who are huffing gas and trying to talk like regular people. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's it's so unbelievable that they left some of this stuff in. Um, and then <sighs> there was a couple of scenes, guys, and I don't mean to 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 be derogatory here, but there was a couple of scenes because the whole time I'm thinking like Molly, the actor is you know who plays molly is like you know she's probably 19 20 years old maybe 22 but then there was a couple scenes close up where i was like is she 45 is she 48 yeah i don't think she was but there was just a couple of scenes where i was like is she actually like 20 years older than adam it was just like it really is just like the way they filmed her because I know what you're saying. Because yeah. I noticed it too. I was like, why does she look so old in this scene? And it's just mm-hmm. the way they filmed her because they just like, they gave her. You're probably right. They gave her a bad camera angle, bad lighting. And like, she's, she had to do this thing where like, she's tucking. Light makeup. Gave her light yeah, makeup. Yeah. Well, they didn't yeah. give her any makeup, probably. She probably right, had to do right. her own mm-hmm. fucking makeup. But she's oh, sure. like, she's doing this thing where she yeah. has to tuck her chin in and it's giving her like a double neck. Because of the eye line they gave her, she's like doing a double neck. And I was like, oh, that they've they fucking like she's not a good actress, but they also fucked her over. <laughs> and yeah, and it, that's David Dakotu. He doesn't necessarily care about the male gaze as it is towards females. His male gaze, no. because he is an openly gay man, goes to the beefcake yeah. and the beefcake will never look right. bad. The women, eh. Take it or leave it. <laughs> genuinely just pissed that women have to be in these. Right. Movies. Like he wants if he could make the entire cast, the mom, the son, 
the mom's boy boyfriend everyone be like a 20 year old twink he would just do that right yeah um, but uh so then there's this one scene and i only call it out because of just how even amongst some of the other dialect how absurd it is they stop on the side of the road to let the dog go out and pee i guess and they take uh and then adam and and, and linda his mom sit on the side of the road and have this thing in this conversation and you just you figure out that adam is like a you know adam is like a child of divorce and um they try to make him be this like kind of intellectual horror nerd but like he's clearly a moron and he he actually says at one point the line it would probably make me less sadder <laughs> and i just really, just really genuinely enjoyed that that line um but every scene is uh again it just feels like every scene set up for fucking that doesn't happen um we get more borderline sex scenes between linda and the dog and more just wild ass headlines um uh jump ahead a little bit um i mean all of the stuff with the dog gets weird when it's just like the gratuitous like rubbing the belly and then he's saying stuff like oh lower lower yeah Yeah. like he's just saying really really purposefully sexually charged things yeah and i I get it's it's appropriate for the dog but it's the human voice delivering the lines right it's eric roberts voice if it was like you know if if it was uh uh, if it was like chris uh, farley uh, you know freddie prince jr's voice like it wouldn't seem as weird but it's it's yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's oh yeah it's Eric it's full throated it is yeah. gross it is weird yeah. and it's you can, purposely you can hear weird. he's sucking you can hear he's sucking on his fingers <laughs> right. while he's doing it like if it could only be it oh, could only yeah. be weirder or grosser if it was gary Busey. it's the only way this could be worse but also it yes. would probably also be better somehow so it would be a better yeah, bad. Stop threatening with a good time yeah. here. Now I'm getting, now I'm getting, I'm all bricked up now, Steve. Jeez. I just, it just came so, to mind because of ginger dead man. So I was just, you know, it's the same, it's the same type of feeling. There, there's right. like a 10 minute scene about Molly explaining why she started calling the twinks, the twins. And it, it's, it doesn't need to be there. It's no. pure padding. Um, then Cindy Brady shows up halfway through the movie. She knows about the ritual, yada, yada. There's this extended, uh, you know, romantic mon- uh, montage. Uh, again, there's just more. There's more Linda in the dog. It really doesn't make any difference. No, you, you just get Linda sexy stuff with the dog, basically. Um, Which I, it's it's hard for me to tell if the scenes with Cindy Brady are in her own actual backyard or mm-hmm. if this is like a uh, kind of like a Hawking Hill situation, but it's an off season, like the, there's cabins yeah. to rent, but they're at a ranch. But, you know, like nobody's yeah. visiting at the moment. So you can just shoot on the cabin for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to notice. No one's going to make a big deal right. about it. Um, jumping ahead, Linda finally calls Ted because, of course, Ted, the human man, never showed up. So she just becomes alarmed about it now. There's, of course, he's there in dog form. And then she's there's a scene of her leaving a voicemail. Right. And halfway through the call, she forgets that the scene is her leaving a voicemail. And she says, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. 
but then she remembers <laughs> that she was leaving a voicemail and nobody would be talking to her. <laughs> it's great. It's really cool. I was pissing myself. Um, Cindy Brady, by the way, her name's Rachel, and she's the hippie nature uh, neighbor. Uh, and Molly's parents, you know, the neighbor of Mo- to Molly's parents' cabin, they're staying in, and and she knows about magic, and she keeps saying how smart Molly is, and she's super stupid, which makes it really funny. And Rachel saves mo- saved Molly as a kid or something, but like it's it's a non sequitur, doesn't yeah. matter. But they say allude to that. Um, she tri- <laughs> This is another great scene where Adam is apparently so stupid that Rachel tricks him into thinking his hands are tentacles by just saying that they are. Yeah. It's like a look right behind you. It's an axe, you know, an axe wielding killer, but it's, Oh, your hands are tentacles. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. and then he looks down. He's, he's like, oh, good. They're not great. He's looking down at them and it still takes him a long time to process that they're not. And it's like, yeah, he's like, wait, these are my hands. I'm looking at them. They're not. That means my hands aren't tentacles. Yeah. But it but it happens like somebody is typing the words into his brain. Yeah. So it takes a good like second and a half. It's very noticeable. And you're like, what? He he was the your the conceit is that he was genuinely scared that his hands were tentacles. And then the little ghost goes, Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I was pissing myself. It's a pregnant it's a pregnant pause in such a way that I think I think they told him they were going to do tentacles in post-production. So give yeah. it time to react. Give it time for your hands yeah. to turn back to hands. But they yeah. never turned to tentacles in the first place. So he's just looking. That's a good point. Yeah. I bet you're right. It, but it's just so funny because he's just looking at his hands the entire time. And it's like, is this kid like is I mean, I think everybody is. But like, are they doing peyote? Right. And like, we just missed that yeah. scene. Yeah. It's like, is everybody on drugs? You guys are being very generous. And I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> we're just try- we're just trying to give them like the leeway no. of just. Not being buffoons. <laughs> uh, understood, man. I mean, I, <clears throat> that is a reasonable uh, guess. Yeah, Give the guys I, the benefit of the doubt. That's honorable. Yeah, there's a gas leak. You could just assume that might be the case yeah. in every scene. The, the uh, been, there's know, an out- stoned or out of out, out of the There's an yeah, outside sure. gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those one of those outdoor <laughs> gas leaks. But um, here's the other thing: Ted is confused why they don't know that the puppy is him <laughs> too right at one point they're like why can't you see it's me and it's like bud you're a puppy but it's i like to call him a puppy it's not a puppy but it's so much funnier yeah. if you keep sticking with what they do and call him a puppy right. um they do try to insert some conflict with linda getting frustrated with adam instead of trying to fuck him for a second <laughs> and she's like you don't even know how good you have it and he's like ah and he runs out of the room and like that's supposed to be the conflict between them um but i think it that it, like it never feels like conflict no. because everything that comes out of linda's mouth feels so flirtatious it's so uncomfortable she, she like wavers between flirtatious and confused because it's another thing i notice is a lot of her lines have a lot of heavy editing around them 
because she couldn't get mm-hmm. through lines just like straight through because like they they give yeah. her there's so many long winded bits of dialogue that's like come on tighten this shit up and right. she can't get through it so and, like they edit it around her and she chews on yeah. line yeah. too like so they're just editing around and she's bumbling through lines and then by the time she gets to the end of it it's one of those things where like you have forgotten what that person has said it's so long right. and then adam just reacts and is like i'm leaving and then just storms out and it's like his strongest line delivery is as he's storming out molly's like do you want me to go with you and like he just has a real cunty like way of saying no to her <laughs> that is like he's like no yeah like it is like it felt like a real one of like i don't want you around me right now <laughs> i guess i can't deal with any of you right yeah. now um th- this next like at, earlier on they're talking about linda's kind of frustrated with ted because he's too nice or he doesn't like express emotion but then it feels increasingly more throughout the movie that that the suggestion is actually that Ted isn't like they're not fucking mm-hmm. and that's a problem for Linda. Yeah. Like that dialogue between Linda and Molly where she's like, you know, when you want a guy to like you and they don't open up and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, he ain't he ain't, he, you know, he's an old guy. His dick don't work, maybe or something. Right. Something's happening. But then the movie and what's happening in the movie is now suggesting that their sexual compatibility has never been better than when he's a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Now their sexual, their sexual issues are actually mended by the fact that he's a dog. That's the vibe I was getting. Same. Well, I assume it has to do with like the bulb, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The knot. We call it the knot up. We call it the knot up north. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but that that, I mean, that that is like a there's a clear sexual tension in this film that like the son is implying that Eric Roberts' character is not getting it done. Right. Yeah. It's so it's so bizarre. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And like she and like I, yeah, and Linda also confides that to Molly, and like they're trying to dance around it because this is still technically a family film. But in the right. weirdest way possible. Right? Yeah. It's but, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah. Molly feels so uncomfortable because the actress is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like we're saying, the other as most of us the are. other fifty percent of this film <laughs> is the dog all over Linda. And so, like, because you never see Eric Roberts all over Linda in a way, you know, there's like there's actually a really uncomfortable bit in the earlier parts of this film where like Linda won't stop kissing uh Ted and it's like the the actress's yeah. choice of you know business in this scene is like she keeps kissing him yeah. on the hands and on the lips and it's like ugh. Dude. okay so I was again very stoned so I'm I'm into this movie I'm emotionally I'm jealous, I'm jealous. In this movie. I, I, I went with this straight stone cold sober <laughs> uh, it was so interesting because now I'm I'm playing 3D chess here in my head because I'm going, what's happening behind the scenes that's influencing these performances? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Linda is a is slowly becoming this like villain in my mind. Like she's a <laughs> she is the deviant on the set who's like trying to seduce all the, you know, she's all over, you know, Eric Roberts. 
you know, Eric Roberts probably probably threw her a courtesy bang because he's Eric Roberts. He knows the business. Maybe. Right. But then she's getting trying to, you know, slide in there with with, you know, Adam and Molly and like probably making everyone feel really uncomfortable. And in my mind, Linda just became this like almost predator type of person in the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> so now I'm seeing all these scenes through that lens and it's getting really sinister. Um, but then Rachel, again, uh, Cindy Brady, is explaining that they did some bad magic. Uh, by the way, we're spiraling towards the mm-hmm. end here. Don't worry. Um, Rachel looks, uh, like I said, she, you know, imagine... Actually, better description, Steve said, she looks like a straight-up bus driver. Like, she's just a straight-up 1994 bus driver. Um, And she's, like, it's hard to take what she's saying seriously as some sort of, like, pseudo-magic witch uh, authority because she's just speaking all these generalities. But essentially, she says, you guys did some bad stuff. We got to fix it. It's because Ted said neato, and now you got to say everything in reverse to to reverse the spell and turn Ted back into a puppy out of not a, back to a human from a puppy. And the quickness in which Molly realized that Ted is the puppy yeah. is alarming <laughs> because, again, she seems brain damaged the entire movie. And then she's like, Ah, shit, guys. You know what happened. They're like, what? No. Like, we're not even... We have no idea what happened. Adam's lost. And she's like, Ted's the puppy. (laughs) Fuck, Ted's the puppy. And they're like, you're right, Ted is the puppy. And then they just go to the puppy and they're like, Ted, we know it's you. And he's like, thank God, finally, someone figured it out. It's like, there's no way of ever knowing, because they're like, Ted said neato when we said the last line. And we're like, how did you hear that? He was in the house. You were outside. How did you even know he was there, let alone what he said? Yeah, but honestly, in this kind of movie, you would expect some sort of scene where, like, the the, the puppy man makes a fucking message. Right. He spells some it sort something of out like he kibble. Yeah. Like, hey, I finally break the barrier and communicate with the human world. It never really happens. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's just this random revelation at the end yeah, of the Yeah, he film. never spills yeah, a he, box of donuts and tries to spell Ted with the donuts. You know, that never happens. Or, like, or, like pisses, or pisses his name into the fucking cement right. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Never happens. Nope. He's just like, he has really reserved himself to puppydom. Right. He's a puppy now. And he's just he like, was clearly I'm, into it. And you know what? I'm not here to kink shame, but like, you know, yeah. you do oh, you, yeah. brother. His life was a thousand times better as a puppy. And also, I mean, they did set up in their defense that Ted is a really easygoing guy. And his status is, guys, I'm a puppy. Yeah. You know, but there is a line and it was literally 30 seconds after I turned the movie on because I watched the first part of it and then I was came home and uh, the girls were there and I turned on the last 20 minutes of this movie and 30 seconds after I turned it on, it was wait. You're saying we turned my mom's boyfriend into a Halloween puppy? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great, that is a quoted line, guys. It's a classic. Um, uh, I might get that tattooed across, like, like across my chest. Yeah. Right right on your collarbone, in cursive. Right on the collarbone, in cursive. It's going to say on my neck, wait, comma, you're saying, comma, 
We turned my mom's boyfriend <laughs> into a Halloween. It needs it on my neck. It needs to be, you know, like Rob said, it needs to be in cursive, but also it needs to be on like an unrolled piece of parchment paper that goes down yeah, there. Yeah, like it's the Ten Commandments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's a real papyrus. Yeah, yeah like a real papyrus. Yeah. real scripture. Yeah. <laughs> real scripture verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, like you think oh, it's yeah. going to be like first corinthians you know something no nope. wait <laughs> calm up you're <laughs> um so uh anyway they say basically you got to say this this in reverse and you got to do it on halloween night which this is halloween or ted will be a puppy forever um so rachel proves her magic by just doing a little mini kamehameha <laughs> Out uh, outside her house on her back porch, tiny, tiny, which is kind of tiny wild. spirit bomb, tiny spirit bomb for Adam. Just a little spirit bomb, yeah. <laughs> just like the not Frieza size spirit bomb, just a little yeah. guy. Um, but she says, uh, uh, <laughs> at one point they come in and they're like, "Ah, oh, hey Ted, uh, hey puppy, we know you're Ted," and he goes, "Huzzah!" <laughs> I don't know why he says huzzah, but he does. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so they lie to Linda and, because, of course, Linda isn't going to believe that Ted's the puppy. So, uh, you know, there's a big surprise. Hey, Ted's coming. He's got a big surprise. His car broke down, blah, 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 whatever. And we got to go back home. So Linda's like, um, all right, let's go back home. And then there's a line, very sinister line from Ted the puppy that says, Linda. And he says it just like this. Linda. One way or another, I'm going to surprise the heck out of you. <laughs> and does that mean that this dog is going to fuck this woman? <laughs> I, that's how I took it. Guys, that's how I took it. Uh, my uh, my mouth was agape at that line when it's I was not off watching the table. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. that way. It's not yeah. off the table. He has like three yeah. options at this point. Turn back to Ted yeah. and surprise yeah. Linda with what he knows now that she likes and she's into. He can apply his puppy mm-hmm. skills to their now new romance. B, stay a puppy. <laughs> and then just, you know. B, stay a puppy. Stay a puppy. C, stay. Give it to a doggy yeah, style. C, stay a puppy and fuck her. <laughs> I, I keep calling it a puppy. Um, anyway. Puppy style? Puppy. It's just. Is that- it's just if you're picturing this it's a full-grown dog and i love that everyone calls it a puppy um anyway uh it just sounds like so infantile like it's a puppy right (laughs) like every every dog's a puppy um so molly is on her way back uh you know and uh uh, to her house like she she just dropped off at her house she's getting herself i gotta get my book i get my magic book guys what they read out of the book is four words. Why she needs to go all the way back to get the book like she doesn't remember the four words. She already demonstrated that she remembers the four words. Yeah. Why does she have to go back and get the book? They know the four words. Um, but she goes back to get the book and and the klepto twinks show up and they like I they're like, I has book. And they're like, she's like, No, no, guys. We read. I need that we book. Read. And they're like, We read. We 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 want book. We like book. And Molly then tells they take story. The book. <laughs> and then they they put it in their they put it in their weird fuck garage, which is now their haunted fuck garage. And then they're like they put it up on a pedestal like it's the it's it's like they're pack rats and they just found like a shiny model. Yeah. And that's that's their prize possession on the altar of their fuck garage. Um and 
they deliver their lines always smirking because they're used to the lines in the movies that they're in being sarcastic. Right. So they they deliver the lines. And one of the lines is imagine two guys. They are essentially like, what were the two from from the South Park episode where they're the the Hardy Boys parody? Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. But they're just like I'm getting a clue. <laughs> they're like grinning at each other. And he's like, oh, I like oh, I, I've got a goes, clue. Do you have a clue? I've got a clue, too. Oh. <laughs> well, he goes, I like making people feel bad. Makes me feel bad. I like or it makes me good. feel good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just grinning. And then the other kid so where he is. I like making people feel bad. It makes me feel good. I like that. And then the other one looks at him and goes, I want to scare them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which like you could replace scare with fuck, obviously. And yeah, you know, yeah. just the way he's like yeah, I like to make him feel bad. It's like it's just it's all it's all so loaded with like yeah. porn it's context. Very homoerotic. It's yeah. yeah. Well, and then this is where we get Sad Wolf, which I was pissing myself at Sad Wolf. I did rewind a couple times on Sad Wolf. Oh no. Anyway, they they have they have to go into to to the to the Twinks fuck garage to get the book. And this is when things like, again, it's so off the rails. But at this point, they're assuming almost no one's watching the movie, right? So they're just phoning it in even more than the rest of the movie at this point. And they have to walk into the to the garage, but they have to come down the stairs for some reason. They come down the stairs and there's like a bat, right? Just a rubber ass bat falls down on a string. How it did that, because it's literally just a string, falls down in front of Adam. And Adam shits his pants like it was terror, just terrifying. <laughs> so much to the point where Molly's like, are you OK? And he's just like, yeah, I just got to get out of here. And we're like, aren't you like this horror nerd? You are in two like mentally, potentially mentally handicapped <laughs> kids. Fucker. You know what? I don't. They're dropping bats from the ceiling, and you are acting terrified. I don't. I don't want to call them mentally handicapped. I want to call them bigged. They're two bigged twinks because they. they <laughs> yeah, both... yeah, that's that's better. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to insinuate anything, but they they genuinely feel lost. Yeah. Like they're not devious. They're not here to like. They're not criminal. No, they both hit right? the Zoltar machine hard, and now they're doing a haunted house. Yeah. And they're just like, you cut, you come yeah. haunted house. Come, come look. The other side, uh, they're they're just in over their yeah. heads, right? The other, the other <laughs> side of this is yeah. why is Adam scared of his own decorations? Yeah, he, they stole these decorations <laughs> from him. From him. Yeah, he should recognize all of them. And. They're acting like this is a harrowing thing going through this haunted house. There is a bat that swings down or or it's a it's a cat. It's something. It's made there's out a of a shoebox. There's yeah, another there's thing. There's a bat and then there's a spider. It's a spider, yeah. A spider that's made out of a shoebox that comes down and they're like holy fucking Christ. Like this is yeah. terrifying. <laughs> it, and then the twins jump out and they're like Hey, and one of them's a cowboy. 
that's why I wanted to say they're they're too, they've been bigged, and like this is what happens. Yeah. Like this is what really happens in the world when you're six and you get bigged, is that you have to live in like some shoddy garage. <laughs> Because nobody will actually hire you the way Tom Hanks got a right, job. Right. They have to live in a garage and they're just like just hanging out. Just sexual assault for the rest of it's, your time. It's man. just like, it's a exactly. tragic story. It's much more tragic than Big Lid's <laughs> It is. It's, it's, it's actually it's so sad. Very painful and taxing. Yeah. Well, well yeah, it's so sad. Well, then the next line is, because they're like, oh, there's our book. And they're like, it's our book now. And he's like, we're going to, you're going to be our victim. And we're going to kill you over and over again and spray with fake blood and guts and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's the line. That's a quote. I know. And then it's it's so wonderful. (laughs) And then the other one is like, the other one's like, you better get out of here. I'm going to beat you off. Or I mean, up. That part he doesn't say, but he does keep saying he's going to beat you up. But it's (laughs) he's like saying it. Kind of like with a little side eye, like I'm gonna beat you up. Right. Get here. I'm gonna yeah. beat you up. They keep saying beat you up. And then we're gonna fight. And then Molly <laughs> literally so does we're gonna fight so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna fight so the hard. hell out of you. <laughs> and then they literally Matt M- Molly just does magic to them. Just completely She just shows them magic. She just shows the magic. She just goes, hey, here's a little spirit. Have you ball. not had a girl named Molly show you magic? I've I've seen a few tricks. I'm just saying. <laughs> she <laughs> does. She really just shows them a, a spirit ball bomb and then they freak was, the fuck hey, out. It's the first time I saw something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I would have probably reacted similarly, but expanded my horizons. Uh, but then they they go back. Uh, you know they say the words again. They didn't need the book. Klaatu, Baratu, Nikto. Yeah, they say it, but they had to say it in reverse or something. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And then, and then they go back, and Ted the puppy is gone. Yeah, he just disappears. Rather than the first time when he just falls asleep and turns into a puppy. Yeah. Now he has to disappear. He, he disappears. He does. he does. Yeah. Well, I took it as he was in the bedroom and Linda went in and he wasn't in the bedroom anymore, but he had just turned into Ted back on the couch and she just didn't look and see Ted on the couch. Agreed. How that's possible. 110%. But it's it's still so dumb. But then Ted, of course, Ted turns back, right? And then all their relationship issues are solved somehow. Uh, Ted has a little bit of a speaking of uh, of uh, uh, freaking Jimmy Stewart. He has a little bit of a Jimmy Stewart running down, saying hello to the old bank or whatever. The old fucking loans, something (laughs) loan. He's just like, we're going to have a I'm going to be open and I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to have a real be a real good boyfriend now. And I'm going to love you. And my cock still has the knot. It's, that's, that's the most important part. It's like, well, yeah. I still got the part of me that you really liked. Yeah. Linda, L- Linda, do you want back shots? Is that what you want, Linda? I'll give you back shots all the time. You, you, you scurvy little old, spider. Old Teddy boy. He's That's what he's here for now. Old Geo Oil Whiz. Um, old but, Teddy here's giving you the back shots. I know that's what you're looking for. <laughs> But the um every time a bell rings 
Steve gets his back shots. <laughs> a dog fucks a human woman um, somewhere in the hills, somewhere in the valley. Consensually. Consensually yeah. in um, Minecraft. <laughs> then the twins, uh, the twins come back with all the decorations. And they're very scared of Molly and Adam now because because they're, you know, because Molly's, uh, you know, got magic powers. Um, we get a little bit she, one more day. She's a bitch at this point. Yeah. 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 She's a Vavitch. They get um, a bunch. Um, we get a bunch more day for night. Them sitting on the couch watching the, you know, uh, horror movie marathon or whatever. Linda can't find the puppy, but luckily she's stupid. And they give like a five minute scene explaining what happened to the puppy of like. It's so long. Rachel oh took yeah. him. The Rachel fake phone call. The fake phone oh call. Oh my God. Rachel took him and then explained. And it's just this, it's like a five minute explanation of to explain to Linda. So Linda wasn't worried about the puppy. And it's like, who cares? Just say a thing. Just go, Oh, Rachel took him. He lives with Rachel. Now they'd have been like, Oh, okay. But instead it just goes on and on and on. Explicitly. Um, it, they, 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 they go way out of their way to put a bow on the end of that fucking plot yeah. point. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, and then there's a uh, uh, kissing with uh, uh, Adam and Molly, as you might exp- expect, and and Linda and and Ted, and none of them know how to kiss like regular humans because they've only ever done porn kissing, and it's very awkward. And then the credits roll, and that, my friends, is the masterpiece. That is the great Halloween puppy adventure, <laughs> aka. A Halloween puppy, a.k.a. a magic puppy, guys. It is a treat. It's got all the major food groups. It's got implied bestiality. It's got um, twink, you know, kleptomaniac twinks. It's got big twinks. It's got twinks. It's got spooky transitions. It's got day for night. It's got all the things that you're looking for. Day for night for sure. Um, reading things in the script that aren't shouldn't be read. <laughs> I just, I, the I fact just. This movie wa- does not contain any actual penetration. Was kind of surprising to me because I felt like sixty percent of it was like just straight up like porn lead up. You you mm-hmm. really always thought that if it happened in the next scene, you wouldn't be surprised. Nope, not right, right up to the very. <laughs> if, the, not if, the, if the very last scene. After an hour and 20 minutes of me watching this family movie, all of a sudden, five guys came in butt naked, hard as a rock, and then just started sword fighting. <laughs> I would have been like, there it is, finally. Like, that's, I, out, that's yeah. just what I thought was going to happen the whole time. <laughs> that took you long enough. resolves the tension in the script. <laughs> that makes, that's the first thing that makes sense in the movie. If, the, if somehow just in the editing... It was left in that like the like the two twinks were watching porn and you just saw a boob or a cock on the TV <laughs> and then it just got left in the editing because nobody was really paying attention. Yeah. Like I would believe it. I go, oh, that's I mean, that's weird, but whatever. Oh, Honestly, comes a spooky ghost. Weirder Ooh. things happened. Like, yeah, like more obscene <sighs> things happened. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but guys, uh, it I hope you enjoy baffling. It. Uh, I would suggest if you are, um, if you've got some, like uh, some potent, if you're going to, if you're going to like do some bong rips, like you're going to get after it. 
Okay. And you want mm-hmm. something to watch and you just want to giggle like a goddamn idiot. Go put this on. You're going to like it. Do not watch it sober. It's no. tough. I mean, you'll still, it if you're in rough. the right, if you're in the right state of mind, you'll still giggle. You know, even when we watched the last 20 <laughs> minutes and Kate, Kate was watching the last 20 minutes with me today. Even a couple of times she was like, what the fuck? Like she was kind of laughing at it. Yeah. But you got to get in the right state of mind. You can't go in acting like this is a movie because it's really no. not. It's no, you're not. You're not about to watch Air Bud or any shit like no, that. This you're is about a to comedy watch comedy of errors. Yeah. So I have to ask this question. Mm hmm. I really wanted to to do this earlier, but it, frankly, it ran out of time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch at least one of the, uh, you know, uh, the wrong movies mm-hmm. that, that this guy directed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, I think there's like 26 of them. Yeah. 25, 26, yeah. something like that. Oh, like, God. Did either one of you guys watch any of those? Because like. No. Okay. Nah. I'm just. I am at this point. I am absolutely morbidly curious to see what those are like. Because I know it's like well, it's a Vivier Fox. Vivica. 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 Sorry, Vivica a yeah. Fox. Like produced and stars in most of them. Like right. I am just absolutely fucking morbidly curious at this point. Like, what could that shit be like? Because again, Uva Bowl. This this reminds me of Uva Bowl. This guy's got a shtick. He's got a fucking model. He's sticking to it. He's doing it. He's Canadian yeah. Uva Bowl. I, 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 now I'm kind of you know curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I'm not willing to give him the Uva Bowl title because one his career precedes Uva Bowl. Mm-hmm. So like he is like David Kotu is his own thing. If anything, he's almost like a resurrection of Ed Wood. The yeah. way he will just slap together a film just for money and to get it done to make a client happy because like you're saying. All those wrong films are for Lifetime and Vivica A. Fox. He does all those for those. They must he make does, money, right? There wouldn't be that many if they didn't they do make something. money. Yeah, exactly. They make him. They make him money at least. They make Eric Roberts money. <laughs> uh, they they give Eric Roberts his drinking money. Mm-hmm. You know, he does all the Full Moon and Charles Band films for those guys mm-hmm. to put that money in his pocket. So he just works to work. Um, it's, man, hey, if I fuck, I do, I, have, I, I fucking do the same thing, man. That's why I got a job. I got a job yeah. to eat. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, it keeps it keeps uh, you know Eric Roberts from you know, beating me up. I can pay him off. Yeah, mm-hmm. with with I mean, with the exception of all of the just like open male gaze stuff he does in you know, which you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily sinister. It's definitely just to play to his own tastes of yeah. film and beat of film and beefcake. Like he just wants to film beefcake. I don't think he's been accused of doing anything sinister like Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. He just likes film and beefcake films. That's all it is. Yeah. So that's that's just his fun time. He's a little but if I, if, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. But I mean, it's just slime because he also did swirty, you know, slime bowlerama. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's slime too, which that's, is just you that's tits and ass. That's it fun. is, but that's, it, fun. Yeah. that's it's fun so fun. That's not creepy, perfect. Yeah. That's fun. Birdie. It's got yeah. a yeah. Quigley in it, but it's nice. also got a jive talking little. What is he? He's not a. What, what do they call him? He's like is a. He g- he's like imp? a gin type of situation, but that's not what they call him. Yeah. But, but do uh, they call him an imp? Maybe it's an imp. You're right. They call it an imp. I think it's an imp. But yeah. Is that, is that um, like uh, uh, Gary Oldman and Tiptoes? No. <laughs> That's, that's just a little person. That's different. Well, that's just that, cultural appropriation. This is a, a person. 
this is a puppet. That's a movie. The cultural appropriation, the movie. You know, this this yeah. sli- in Slimeball Ballarama, it's a uh, uh, it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a puppet. It's a little jive talking puppet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jive um, talking puppet. Grant wishes. I do. If I, if I oh, can suggest, if I can uh, just if I can just suggest for Bob, <laughs> if you want to dive into these wrong movies. Maybe start with 2016's The Wrong Roommate because it also stars Stephanie Shemansky. And then you can figure out whether or not she has an accent or she's just dog shit at acting. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I just looked up another one here that I'm going to check out um, that I just went out through randomly. And I was like, I want to see what some of these are about. Um, It is a movie called 90210 Shark Attack from mm-hmm. 2014 it also has our girl uh stephanie shemansky in it uh yeah. along yes. with some other uh uh what has donna wilk she's been in a couple of things um but i think that the 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 cover looks like it has a giant shark but then the just the one line description gives me enough to know that it's a real bait and switch uh because no pun intended <laughs> because it is students encounter a haunted shark tooth. So there yes. will be no sharks. It will no. just be a shark's tooth. And there may will happen. Oh, no, that's what I think. If I had to guess. Yeah, there there won't be any sharks. There wouldn't be any sharks interacting with the actors. Mm hmm. But there may be like dream sequences that have like stock footage of sharks. And it's like that's what's possessing one of the uh, students to turn them mm-hmm. into a killer. Yeah. And then they do kills with the uh, shark's tooth. Well, it, and, there no no sharks, no sharks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm oh looking I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the the stills and again, it again, it, just, it looks like a porn. Um, all the stills look yep. like a porn. Mm. Yep. So. It's porn all the way down. Yep. I mean, all right, guys. It's all porn. It's Is all it not? porn. Everything's porn to someone. Porn. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, guys, <laughs> here we are wrapping up uh, another mini soda. I hope you enjoyed a Halloween uh, puppy slash, uh, you know, the great Halloween puppy adventure slash a magic puppy. Um, hope you get down a real Dakota rabbit hole as well. Um, mm-hmm. Tune in next week. Uh, what do we got going on next week? Are we going to do Thanksgiving next week? I think we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're going to talk Thanksgiving. about the upcoming because i think it's going to release uh uh uh, right Uh, at the end should be releasing the 17th yeah Yeah, uh by our buddy um uh oh god why is his name escaping me i'm picturing his face right now and can't think of his name who the hell that's crazy either roth oh my god i can say i can't think of his damn name (laughs) we are going to talk about next week releasing on the 17th we're going to go see it we're going to talk about it eli ross thanksgiving uh, which is a dang old Thanksgiving themed slasher movie. So I'm excited for that. We'll see if it stands up to the likes of, of thanks killing. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Nothing can. And, 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 and <laughs> other that's such tough. that's tough. Was, was yeah. blood fart Lake. Was that, was that a Thanksgiving movie? Why do I have that in my head? That, that had something to do with things. No, you're thinking of, you're thinking, isn't it blood fury? That's the Thanksgiving movie. Uh, where it's the twins. 
Yeah, maybe I'm thinking I'm getting that yeah. mixed up with with, I think, uh, I, with Escape from Blood guys. Fart Lake. Well, poultry, no, poultry guys, guys is that's not, a not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That is poultry <laughs> themed, of course. That would fall into the subcategory of poultry themed horror movies. That's anyway, check enough. it out. We're going to talk about Eli Roth. So it's getting a lot of promotion. We'll see if it's any good. We're going to talk about that next week as we will be leading into the week of Thanksgiving, guys. Once again, this is a great time to check us out on the Patreon. Uh, if you haven't already, go over there, subscribe. $3 a month, uh, get you some cool stuff. $5 a month will get you um, uh, even more cool stuff in that Patreon exclusive podcast. And either way, you'll get an opportunity to suggest for us um, some uh, 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 Christmas horror movies. And even if it doesn't show up in the showdown, we talk about a lot of different Christmas horror movies around the holiday season. It's kind of fastly becoming like my fate. One of my favorite subgenres of horror is holiday horror. I, I fucking love it. There's so many coming out too, dude. It's insane. And the last, I swear the, the number of, of holiday themed horror movies that have has like doubled or tripled in the last like three years. Um, so, mm -hmm. so there's a lot coming out there. If you find a good one, Reach out to us, you know, at Halloween's Forever on the social medias. Uh, and then, you know, once again, if you if if you uh, I don't know if I mentioned at the top of the show, but if you participated, which many people did, which we appreciate in our uh, our 10K giveaway for our 10,000 followers on Instagram, uh, we'll announce this week some winners. You win some some free video games, which is kind of fun as well. Um, Bob, once again, remind the folks, where can they where can they find Jens guys? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Chumpzilla8, and you can find the Hops and Box Office Flops podcast at Hops and B.O. Flops on most of your social medias. And again, thank you, gentlemen, for having me. It's been a pleasure. I've had a blast. But please know that I don't want to watch any more puppy movies. Please. Well, no. listen. No more. You, you, you come up short, you got to take your medicine. So can't guarantee I... can't 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 guarantee if you show yeah. up for another showdown there ain't more puppy movies in your future I can't make it can't make it a, yeah. a guarantee like that but I appreciate you mm. coming on either way next time don't vote Brian that's what yeah. you get that's what you I get. Don't lesson get puppy movies lesson learned you get puppy movies next time you're gonna get a, a very puppy Easter or whatever the fuck. I, I won't, no. have, won't hesitate to do Dear it. God, no. I'll do it to mm. you. Next time you get a husband for Christmas. Next time you get oh, a puppy for Not a again. husband. <laughs> next time you get ah, damn. next time you get a Halloween puppy adventure two colon a puppy for a husband. <laughs> Linda's <laughs> follow up. All right, boys and ghouls for the Halloween forever uh, crew. I'm Brian. I'm gonna go download Petticoat Planet and get a good tug on. <laughs> And I'm confused. <laughs> All right. See you next Bye. time. Bye.